0: real nerds is a proud partner of the denver podcast network in the shadow of the mountains we speak do you remember where you were when we elected a sasquatch president how about when you learned ben franklin was a robot or first heard stalin's mixtape i'm zach powers i'm brian flynn and we host the revisionists each episode one person explains real history and another tells an alternate version and the winner becomes the truth we let comics from Denver and around the country run wild through history. It's an in-depth look at history, but with more Bobado's. Check out the Revisionists, available every other Saturday. Wherever you get podcasts and at revisionistpodcast.com. Oh, hi podcast listeners. There's many ways you can listen to the Real Nerds Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Stitcher Radio. You want to send us a Twitter message? You can do that. It's so easy. At Real Nerds. Like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com, where there will be a lot of articles for you to not only read, but to listen to our previous shows. You can also call us, 720-6Nerds5. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Dave Callahan, creator of Jean-Claude Van Johnson. And this is
1: Peter Atencio, the director of Jean-Claude Van Johnson. And you're listening to the Real Nerds Podcast.
2: Denver knows podcast, unofficially the, the official, official podcast, podcast of Denver, Denver Comic Con 2019. And fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: pretty that good, is right? really good. Yeah, Man, it's almost like we're predictable.
2: Very. We've bad. had 358 chances to well, practice this. Technically
0: more because yeah. we don't number everything.
1: Say that again, but more sad and depressing.
0: We've had 348. <laughs> no, I, th- I think it's quite an achievement. I think we've built a, a, a good enough brand that I mentioned it last week. That you know we can all do our own little thing, and the show can still go on. Like Brad, you debuted your 48-hour film festival what? Yeah. film at uh, the C Film Center.
2: I know. Thanks for coming, guys. Just <laughs> I appreciate you showing
0: up. You know, I was <laughs> supporting my wife and her need to maybe go to work the next day.
2: Hmm. I it was, was really
0: important keeping the people of Idaho Springs safe. Yeah, I mean, if you were to uh, uh, you're at the you know the big premiere night one then i could have gone
2: oh so we, we have to actually succeed for <laughs> yes, care. yes. I'm, a, I'm
0: a populist person
3: <laughs> i would have gone if my glasses didn't break and i had to go to the eye doctor so. oh
0: nice on a sunday pull the glass they, eye,
3: they, they, the pearl vision is open on a sunday which i found weird but they got me the in pearl it's necklace? really good because the otherwise pearl. No, the, yes the pearl necklace in south glen go if you there. if
1: you if they hadn't been open how would you have been able to see the meg hmm like mm. this is why mm. it's really important. The place be open on Sunday. Yeah. So
0: Brad, I watched the trailer for if it if it bleeds, and I don't know what the fuck's going on in that movie. it Looks like people protesting. Yeah. Tell us about it.
2: Um, you know, it's it's only six minutes, so I, I don't want to spoil everything. But you're on the right track.
0: It's people protesting. It,
2: it's in line with that. Just think about the uh, the adage: if it bleeds, it leads, and it'll. it'll...
0: So a woman once a month. <laughs>
3: There
2: goes the uh, female audience. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's a you know no one's gonna see it, so I'll just say it. Um, <laughs> uh, James is messing around with some buttons and some microphones, so I'm just gonna stall. No, you're, by, you're explaining uh, your movie. Right? I like,
3: yeah, the, I like the picture it's of the character pro- that looks like Wilford Brimley, but he has he
2: has a take on the name. Yeah, so uh, we got dark comedy. That's all. <laughs> Sorry um for our genre this year and the alternative choice was school drama so we're like you know we'll just combine both and see like make that our challenge so we did a dark comedy about school dramas and uh
0: but um, most of your stuff i would say borderlines on dark comedy
2: yeah we were really excited when we got that um and then uh being school drama immediately i thought of the ending to 22 jump street of like all the different schools that we could have fun with Mm -hmm. and then i I lean throughout a crisis actor school so, uh, yeah, I'll I'll just stop right there. Cause so, I'm gonna spoil uh, all the so in
0: y- this is your ninth one, correct? Yep. Is this your best film you've made? Um, it that remains to be seen.
2: Uh, like, obviously, yesterday a lot of people told me it was really good, but um, you know, it, topical humor is not my wheelhouse. So, you know, I'd say I I enjoy some of the other stuff we've done more, but um, you know, we'll we'll see
0: but your gig is just the director and cinematographer though right yeah so you just shoot what other people want you to shoot
2: exactly like the last like *Cargan* and sorrow and this have been really like adapting other people's material which you know i saw a documentary with some filmmaker before that said like that's the real mark of a director is like adapting other people's stuff rather than just like writing and directing your own um so that's been an interesting challenge but like yeah there's like a piece of it that doesn't feel personal enough so Mm -hmm. um you know everyone's good in it um uh, you know, so it's, i i me personally i never would have made a crisis actor <laughs> like um mockumentary mm-hmm. um so uh but like everyone stepped up to the plate and uh, so do you
0: think it it pushes you uh to ed- shoot somebody else's material or or how do you because you said it does it, it's hard because you don't get as inspired but does it push you as a filmmaker <gasps> and as an artist I, I, yeah I, I
2: mean it's we only do it 3 days out of the year so it's hard to like Capitalize on like that little area of like learning more, like there's a lot of time to lose those skills and the, like uh, those perspectives. so I'd like to think I you know learn from it, but you know we'll see next year if I um, evolved I can't really tell until I like make something wholly my own. Mm -hmm. next so Mm -hmm. we'll see do you do what i do sit in front of the laptop with it playing on a loop for 48 hours straight and trying to figure out what the fuck did (laughs) i do wrong honestly oh actually it's funny you mentioned wrong because on sunday morning the first edit we had of the piece it was the like uh ryan carroll and our sound uh, designer mike henderson were there and of all the nine films we've done well other than the first one it was the worst feeling that we, like, wasted the weekend because the edit just didn't reflect the, the the humor that we were going for. Oh, wow. So we spent uh, the rest of Sunday just, like, adding and adding and just adding. Just
1: penny whistle after penny whistle after penny whistle. Just yeah, you're get joking. That, get that, that comedy kind of, in there.
2: It Really, the sound design is what <laughs> accentuated all the, like, beats that were missing. So. Yeah.
0: I just fell into some
2: butterscotch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's 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 a, more of a mockumentary style, so I'm a little... Reg- like bummed that I didn't get to use my drone or the expensive lens I bought this year, like Mm. to full effect. But, um, did
1: anybody ever like look at the camera from around the room? And then you like, you like zoomed in on their face while they gave like a, a knowing, like look at the camera.
2: Uh, you know what I'm saying? I might have done it, but I don't think it ended up in the edit. But we did go for an office style.
1: Yeah, you Jim um, Halpert that shit.
2: Yeah. So, the, so there's no
3: camera in the back corner that stays on in a Fred Durst, uh, not Fred Durst, uh, Robert Durst style, where it's revealed that he did terrible, I didn't watch terrible
2: that things.
1: Documentary. You should totally direct like Fred Durst. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> it just like uh, that's why the
0: in this business. He did it for the nookie. <laughs> hmm. We're done. We can retire.
3: Oh, we can retire, guys. <laughs> We're done. <laughs>
0: Remember how shitty Limp Biscuit is? Man, it was <laughs> it was so cool and so bad. No, it's not like, cool ever.
1: Like you would turn on the MTV, which was already a mistake, and there the was MTV. so much <laughs> there was so much constant Limp Biscuit. Holy shit. I, I was oh, young
3: enough rock. to not really notice but, it. Like
0: he he never really sang. He just shouted. Yeah. And it, it was it was awful. I can I never got into that kind Me of neither. I mean, I guess I, you know, I'm a Rod Stewart guy, but you know, I, I could never get into that kind of music. Yeah. I'm not angry. I'm not angry enough. Mm. That
3: name always just kind of bothered me, so I didn't bother. I, I don't know. Limp Biscuit sounds weird.
1: They're
0: about cookies mm.
1: and asses. It was great. Okay. Yeah, but- It was can, terrible. But you can take can them and shove them up your ass.
3: I can sing about cookies and asses. Ass. Give, me, give me two yeah. weeks to come up with a song about cookies and asses, and I'll do I mean, it. I Look, know how music, we got on this, Music
0: was really bad then. The, the lyric is, you can take these cookies and shove them up your ass- because yeah. he did it all for the nookie. I did it all nookie. for the nookie.
1: So you can take that cookie and stick it up your,
0: yeah, if it's on
1: MTV. That sounds like a terrible
3: song about cookies and asses.
0: Uh, yeah. You know what? When I think about 1990s uh, or 2000s, I just wanted it that way.
1: <laughs> also terrible.
3: Tell
0: me why you did that joke, Ryan. Tell me why. Um, ain't nothing but a heartache. Um, <laughs> so, Brad, congratulations. The posters look great, by Thank the you. way. Those, uh, I love the use of the American colors and... Um,
2: Yeah, that was like a last-minute thing, because I was going for, like, punk at first, and then...
0: How um, come your best work is sometimes last-minute, and you're like, oh, I need to get this done? (laughs) (laughs) Because
2: there's no time to overthink it and second guess as much. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, on Monday, we had to give a design to the printers to get them ready for Friday. So it's like, you know, it's got to get done today, so hopefully... I come up with something good, and yeah, I no, you, you, did, yeah, you do. So. It's
3: great. Yeah, congrats! I can't wait yeah, to see cool. it in the finals thing. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Rad, see. you're one hell of a designer. There's,
2: there's no guarantee because Block C and D were amazing mm. uh, all the way through. So nice. Yeah. I mean, overall, there's there was great stuff, but mostly C and D were just like straight through. You know, and they're, they're roughly about 15 go to the best of. So it's gonna be really tough for those whoever makes those choices to make choices. Stranger Studios, though. Oh my God. Like, they did a... Their film was Generation Gap, but they worked something else in that just, like, blew my mind. I don't want to spoil it for them because I might do some of their marketing. <laughs> um, right on. But it, it was, yeah. I, it it was, it was, like, feature film-level work. I was so surprised. Like, not not that they... I guess they're pretty impressed, well. not surprised. Yeah. Like, they could win again this year, which I think would be their fourth time. Hmm. It was so professional
3: they're like the uh emmanuel lebetsky of colorado film they just keep winning oscars
0: who Uh, what
3: uh, the cinematographer who kept winning for three years in a row oh for revenant birdman and that uh gravity oh yeah
2: yeah Mm. keeping deacons at bay yeah,
1: <laughs> God, Roger Deakins is so cool. Oh.
2: Mm-hmm. He finally got his right. Yeah, yeah. yeah he he,
3: and he was just kind of like looked like he was just like no, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> after of the losing... Oscars, oh, oh God. Uh,
0: yeah. But yeah, and this so, week in real news. <laughs> yeah, so every week on Real Nerds podcast, we go see a new movie, and we podcast our experience to this to the world. This week we saw The Meg. I need to know if that shark's a giant. Um,
1: <laughs> there was at, at some points the shark is kind of wearing a wire. It kind of is, you know. Just saying. Yeah.
0: Uh, yep, Jason Statham, uh, and a giant shark. Stay tuned to the, the podcast. We'll see if you should see it, uh, play the trailer and then spoil God, the me. movie. Like, um, the last two weeks have been
1: Mission Impossible and Christopher Robin, and I show up for the fucking Meg.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. What's that about? Uh, uh, we also talked about movies that are coming out, movies we've been watching, and, uh, movie news. And I, you know, you guys didn't, you didn't stop me last week when I was talking about Cary Grant's, um, notorious but i was describing suspicion and i didn't realize that till i got home i'm like fuck I dude never i was seen it, so. I, I was super yeah. tired so i probably uh, so was not the difference is in notorious he forces this nazi to work for him yeah it's, yeah, it's awesome
3: it's a really good one it's out of print. But they're blu-ray both... it's
0: like 100 bucks on amazon
3: well it's probably because it's out of print
0: you know it's out of print yeah i think mm. you get it in the alfred hitchcock collection though
3: you can and then there's also they're probably gonna like they're gonna probably re-release that shit within the next two years. Oh, I'm sure.
0: Hopefully, with better um, box art, because it's that one. Remember oh, yeah, with the, Yeah, like the big red, red yeah. flag Ma- thing. Yeah, and, yeah, maybe, yeah, na- maybe
3: it'll go to uh, Criterion. That'd be sweet. Because they've been getting a lot of Hitchcock lately, oh. and that'd be nice. Yeah,
1: that would be cool, especially for the for the older, like less remembered stuff. You know, I don't I don't need a Bird's Criterion.
3: I uh, but yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I barely remember Last Monday right now, so.
0: Uh, uh, before we start, you, we know that everybody here, we love the Alamo Draft House. They ground broke yeah. on their third site, Ooh. which will be in Westminster. So uh, they have one south, one in the middle, and one in Westminster. Great. Oh, yeah. That's really smart. One way the fuck up. And at this rate, it's going to be even cooler,
1: and I'm going to be mad because it's going to be
0: even farther away. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll have to go to it because they're having um, their biggest screen there, and it's called the Alamo Big Show, which is a uh, huge screen. Oh, yeah. They're doing their IMAX stuff there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna be inside oh. the Origins Hotel Complex thing. Yeah. There's which a, they there's just this opened whole, one in uh, Red Rocks. Mm. So they're like themed hotels.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, like there's this whole piece of property up there that that I think used to be like a big shopping mall or something like that that they've cleared out. Um, I've got some friends who live up there near Coca Brewery, which is a fantastic uh, brewery up there. Anyway, um, and so every time I drive up there, I'm like, oh my god, it's 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 gonna happen but it's gonna be so far away it's a cool little little uh property so
0: yeah no it's it's awesome so it's good that we're lucky that we have three alamos here yep uh so and almost texas trendsetting. i know right i don't know if you guys
1: talked about it way back when but like the you know the one here in denver kind of sets a lot of trends like the whole straw thing where like they're all changing to paper straws and stuff mm-hmm. like that because of denver and like you know uh the one here is uh is pretty cool
3: did you ever utilize the straws when they were there though Oh hell yeah! I never. Really oh,
0: i I I hate every time I go now, and I'm like, God damn it! Where's my freaking straw? So like, yeah, I, I want paper
1: straws uh, as fast as possible. Honestly, yeah. I'm really
0: weird, and I like straws too because I don't like my lips touching. Yeah, well, it, the glasses. That I mean, I'm sure they're yeah. fine and they're clean. It's just my own like fear of it. It's really weird. It's like public restrooms. I freaking hate them. Yeah. It's not
1: a cleanliness <laughs> thing for me. It's, it's two things. One, it's that I don't uh, when it's dark. Like I want to be able to drink without like having an ice and shit in the way. So like I don't want to. You know, I don't want to have, worry about, like, spilling or, I'm really bad at drinking. I'm a child. You know what <laughs> I should bring That's for the you? problem. Uh, and that's... I drink
0: I drink a lot more and faster if there's a straw. So I can bring, so you can take it with you. Uh, I bought this thing off Amazon for Kellen, where they're rubber straws that you just, they're reusable, and you <gasps> clean them, and uh, they work pretty well. That's pretty great. He likes them for his chocolate milk, so. I
1: bet those are really hard to remove from the nostril of a turtle. Probably. That's a reference to internet videos of straws up nostrils of turtles. Yeah. yeah. They're very so, sad. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible.
0: I, I watched uh, Man vs. Wild where Bear Grylls cooked and ate a turtle. Ooh. Said it was good. I don't know. It didn't look good to me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, we also
0: got an uh, email. Feed me! <laughs> uh, in this one. Um So this might be hard for you guys because you guys didn't read it. Um, Hey, nerds. So something I have been thinking about recently is the AFI Top 100 List of Movie Quotes. I remember watching the special when it aired in 2005. But if they were to redo the list maybe 15, 20 years from now, I wonder what movie quotes from modern day are going to endure the way. Here's looking at you, kid. Soil and green is people. And uh, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn, among others. Have endured here on the list, uh, have endured to be on the list today. So here's my question. Looking only at movies that have come out in the past five years, what quotes do you think are so iconic enough that they will stand the test of time and youngsters will have, will still be quoting them 50 years from now. Now, the way I would define iconic is the quote captures the essence of the film. It is said at a major turning point for a character and, or gives insight to a major plot line, uh, no, I am your father. The quote perfectly encapsulates the character saying it and their relationship with the person that it's being said to. It is said during the film's climax. You know what's really bad is reading stuff like with the microphone stand right here. It hurts my eyes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Granted, I don't think all the entries in the AFI's list would meet this criteria, but I think most of them would. Anyway, I tried thinking of some myself and eventually thought of a few, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts. As you guys have seen a lot more movies over the past five years than I have coming up with my quantum codes will probably be easier for you. Thanks for letting me pick your brains.
2: I'm Mary Poppins, y'all.
0: <laughs> that is a really big yep. one. That uh, is a really good that one. I did read the email, so there you go. Oh, nice. Good <laughs> job, buddy. Uh, no, I think you're right. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Um, my name is Daniel Lugo, and I believe in fitness. <laughs> I um, want Pain and Gain to get something. No. <laughs> no. Um, they have to make more than $6 million at the box office. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> I, don't, I
1: don't think this one would, um, but I, I rewatched Creed this week, and I realized I really want to remember the line, um, one step, one punch, one round at a time. Like That, to me, is a really cool, powerful, in the same way that some of the quotes from the original Rocky are. like That sort of chant in that film is so cool. Um, no one else will remember it, but I will. Um Man, that's a good question, though.
3: Robert Redford saying "Hail Hydra."
0: I th- yeah, that's <laughs> a good one. I mean, I was gonna go with the Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibility. I think. Oh, people... that's
1: but that's from 1964.
0: <laughs> like, come but on! She's talking about movies, and it's used in a movie so much that it's become. But they part don't of... use it anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's so
0: it's so well known that they won't ever say it.
1: Uh, no, you're right. Yeah, um, man.
2: I was gonna say also like Oh what a lovely day for Mad Max Fury Road. Yes. But, oh yeah. But it doesn't yes. meet her specific criteria. No, mm-hmm. but I but think But every it's... time people advertise that movie they use that instead of the more obvious one which is um uh shit, what is it? I'm arrived in Valhalla. Oh witness me. Witness yeah. no, me. I, I
1: think would say right. both of those are I, I I think they do meet the criteria in that like uh what a lovely day happens, like at the end of this this whole action sequence that really defines that film really well and, like, makes you understand what you're in for. And I think it also reflects that character really well. It's,
3: um, I've got one. It's not a quote. It's more of an expression. It's Tyree Skipson when he goes, woo, in any
0: Casperius <laughs> movie. <laughs> uh, um, woo! Man. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I, I You man. know, I was thinking about this, too, watching the Meg. They, the movies now, like, iconic quotes don't seem like happen as often because, you know, you always would have – whether it's, um, I mean, you're talking about, uh, you know, Terminator, I'll be back. They, it seems like they don't really have. Yeah, it's almost that. like
1: like what a lovely day is a good example where I, I think part of why that one sticks out is because it was in the marketing so much mm-hmm. that
0: you heard it a lot. You know, um, so oh, you sure. know, that's, I am Iron Man. I think is is a oh, really nice big a good one. one. Yeah, because it changed the whole dynamic of. Yeah, absolutely. But being a superhero. I think it's a good... Yeah, it
1: yeah, defines that character really well. Is at a turning point. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, I understood
0: that reference.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was good. That's not a bad one. Mm-hmm. Can we get
0: out of the Marvel movies, though? Mm-hmm. I know.
1: Well, part of it is I'm trying to think of, you know, in order for it to do that, it's got to be a movie that was really, really <laughs> popular and prolific and something that a lot of people saw and would reference.
0: Why did you say that name? <laughs> uh, Martha! Yeah. Oh, no. God damn it. <laughs> No, no. I, but if you're asking from that movie, I'd say, I, I think it'd be, do you, uh, bleed? Do you
3: bleed? You will. Mm, sure. You will. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, things have
3: um, been really popular. Jason Momoa going, yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's anything great so you think of more than one word yeah. phrases? <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> because <but laughs> that's all, that's, that's
3: all mm. that my attention span can allow for. Um, um, I didn't even
2: phrase exclamation. There, there's, like,
3: good ones in dramas, but, like, not in the yeah. past five years. Like, if you talk about the past ten years, like, I'd say... Stuff from No Country for Old well, Men or There also, Will Be Also, I mean,
0: something like the Hunger Games were after myself as tribute, I think, is, yeah. is a big yeah, that's one. Um, yeah. Even heard, or, like, the the bird call, I mean. Uh, may the odds be, a, be ever in your yeah, favor. something like that. Um, uh, Harry yeah, Potter.
1: <laughs> I wonder if it, if it's partially that if you're going for the last five years, it's hard to know simply because, like, you point out some good ones there mm-hmm. that that are a little bit beyond that that... Yeah, that time limit—it's almost like you kind of need a little time for that stuff to stick. It, I think if, um,
3: give it a couple more years, but like, because you know, yeah, like milkshake, first,
1: milkshake is a pretty obvious one.
3: Yeah, um, I know it's another Marvel, but give it a couple years, and uh, in the first Guardians, when he says, "This is our chance to give a shit," like, mm. hmm. I mean, you'd have to blur it, but I nah. like that line a
0: lot. I don't think that's too—it's not very iconic, though. Yeah, um, I'm gonna think about this mm. one. I mean, Wakanda forever. Oh, Wakanda yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a really good. God, yeah. See,
1: it's, it's all Marvel stuff because it's got it. Like I said, it's got to be something that like. Check, what's something else that everyone saw? Zeitgeist. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is there anything from Get Out? Is there I'm
3: anything from Star Wars? Um, like Star
2: Wars is yeah. and I can't think of anything. Yeah. Well, no, S- Get Star Out is, is literally just the get title out. of the film. Sure,
3: yeah. Get Out. <laughs> um, or, um, or uh, his friend
1: going sex life. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars is just not enough. Like. I T I- S motherfucking a. Nope, no. Nope.
0: No, I like that. Mm. Um, I think because Star Wars, the all the iconic quotes are already there. Yeah. So it's you know and may you the know, force be are, with you. I, really well, I mean you could do the uh, uh, when Leia and at, what is freaking Laura Dern's character's name?
1: Oh, um, um, uh, their little exchange uh, at yeah. the end. They have uh, incel bit. Satan. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> um. Ellie. Sorry, I'm just thinking about how much I fucking hate the internet this week. Yeah. Um Haldo. Uh, something Haldo. Haldo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, haldo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, gosh. Yeah. Um May Force Vice Admiral Haldo. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't know. What a great character. Really dynamic and interesting. Fuck you people. I agree. Fuck you. Not <laughs> you people. No. You know yeah, who I mean. You. What do you mean, you people?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm
1: gonna keep to think thinking of. about it the rest of this film, this this episode.
0: Yeah, I, it's hard because the
3: five years is really narrow. Yeah, yeah. And if you do another ten years, uh, I'm the dude playing the dude disguised as another
1: dude. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. There's a lot of tropic. That's a pretty good on one there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, big
3: ass titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Again, not one yes. that you could put on the poster. Well, I mean,
0: I, you know, I think something like uh, you know, what do you mean, you people? Yeah, you <laughs> know, something like yes. that is pretty close. Um, Man. That's a good question. Because I I read that and I was thinking about it. I was was going, man, I can't even get... It's hard for me to get past the blockbusters um, because those are the ones that people remember the most. Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Mission accomplished from Ghost Protocol. Yes. (laughs) No
2: one's (laughs) going to say that. I think something else uh, popularized that one <laughs> in consciousness more.
3: Yeah, what was it? it? Was something that happened on a carrier? Okay. <laughs> it was a man with white <laughs> hair. That's all I remember.
0: So, uh, Corinne, if you're listening, I'd be interested to hear yeah. what you think. Yes, please send in the comments. So See if you can get past Marvel. I would love
1: to talk about this next week as a reminder, so that that way I can think about mm-hmm. it all week and come up with some good ones.
0: You know, um, I mean, it's older than five years because I even think, you know, if you're looking at Batman, it's you know, swear to me. Oh like yes, that's, that's Swear a to big Me" one. is a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it you think like Joker said though? It's probably more. Yeah, Joker. Uh, the um,
3: magic. Oh, trick?
1: why so serious is not. A oh, why, why so serious? That's the huge one. one. Of,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: But again, a big part of the marketing as well, right? That's yeah. part of why it's in people's heads. Uh, yeah.
3: Um, I'd go for rises for one. You merely adopted the dark, um, or like uh, the fire rises. You know? mm. Mm, sure. Just little like things he says.
0: Yeah, it's just not a, like, Well, the,
3: not, the,
1: problem not you the problem with that. You can't hear him with, through the mask. Yeah, I know. Uh, the problem with that is that 90% <laughs> of people heard that as. <laughs> ra ra. Uh, you could
2: do, you could do uh, Jack Sparrow and, like, where's the. Like, oh, the rum's yeah. gone. Is the
1: oh, the rum's gone. Rumble's gone, right? gone. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I've got a job. i dead. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: Savvy. I mean, he says that all the time. Yeah. What about Deadpool? I feel like he's said enough that he's. He says too many things. Maximum effort. Oh, man.
2: Baby arm.
0: Um. I think
3: it's maximum effort the most. Creed one, everything I've got has moved on and I'm here. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. It's just like that that that's one where like when do you say that?
2: I feel like Toy Story T- to you happen. guys every day. <laughs> Toy Story Three? Well any Toy Story. Sure. I feel like so long, pardon. Oh.
1: But some of those are twenty years old. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, five years, yeah, you're right. right. Sorry. Right.
2: Like my bad. Gonna, oh, God, I, I feel like some there's something.
3: The in,
1: are 20 years old. I feel like
3: there's something in Zootopia or like some kind of Disney like animated film that's coming <sighs> out. Let it go. I mean, oh, let oh, it go. Yeah, me. yeah, that's right. Shoot, yeah. that's uh, that's within her five year mark too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> what was I supposed Unless to do? Let him die? It. Maybe. Man of Steel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like Kevin Costner. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's start off with some real news. Okay. It's real news. Uh, uh, uh. So MoviePass is changing uh, their stuff again. Okay,
1: great. I was going to say, how angry do we want to start off? MoviePass is continuing to go downhill. Do, uh, so, all right, a couple different things.
0: One, it is now only two movies at a time. Yeah, and you can only... Always- pick specific specific ones right and i guess everyone got the option of Slenderman. so i guess sony is paying movie pass yeah to advertise
1: interesting yeah. it's almost like they're desperate for money mm-hmm. um also making it clear that their um their you know database of all this amazing data that is is going to be so great for film um you know they've, they've decided they're going to start making movies and the best thing to do is to make just some shitty Bruce Willis action film, which is clearly their data is great. Uh, Really (laughs) directing them to make amazing choices. They are
0: so in trouble now that every headline they have is bad and you can't they, yeah they they have will have never have any goodwill.
1: It's almost like we were
0: right and this business model does not work. I know man, go back to our episode a year ago. They need to survive
3: Shh. long enough to make Gotti 2. That's that's all I want, man. Yeah, make goodness. make a sequel to the worst thing I've seen this year. Um
1: all right, we're going to um, uh, here. This here's a, here's maybe a good piece of news that will transition into all of the hate news. Um so the CW has cast Ruby Rose as Batwoman. Um in the silly Arrowverse thing. Sorry, not silly. People love that thing. Mm-hmm. But it seems silly to me. But anyway, um, so Batwoman's going to show up, and Ruby Rose is awesome. And Batwoman's um, a hell she, of a character. She might get her own show. They haven't said for sure, but clearly she's going like, to pop up on one of the other shows, and then if everybody loves her, they'll make, give her her own show. I, uh, um, I have is some good.
0: issues of Batgirl, that Batwoman shows up, and she's really fun, so I started going back and reading when she... So she actually shows up in the 40s or 50s in Batman, but they kind of redid uh, her recently in Detective Comics and it's a run of like nine issues where it's just her so it's Batwoman in Detective Comics and it's pretty awesome. I I recommend everybody check it out because it has um, like one issue is 20 years ago then the next issue is I think like 15 years ago and so it just traces her steps. Hmm. Uh, It's pretty sweet. That's cool. And the art's amazing and the writing's really good. It's by Greg Rucka. Uh,
1: Then it turns into shit news i really love ruby rose i think she's yeah. great mm-hmm. uh, we will talk about her later in this episode uh, i don't think she's an amazing actress but i think she's fun mm-hmm. um and she's cool to look at like you know my wife's um, haircut is your wife loves her, her hair yeah
0: um I, I, I like the reference to that in the meg but we'll get to that later because I even I didn't know who she was, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, what, what other movie is she in recently? Triple X: The Return. Of the no, she, no, yes, Triple X, X: The Return of the Cage is one. the mo
1: is the best film she's been in. Um, <laughs> she was also in uh, Wicker or John Wick Two. Yeah, John Wick Two. That's where I <laughs> Wicker, her, uh, Wicker John.
0: <laughs> no, she's fun. My wife really yeah. likes her. I mean, I I really don't know anything about mm-hmm. her. She got famous her. out of uh, Orange is the New yeah. Black. I mean, my wife yeah. loves that show so. Yeah. That's I think that's where like, her hair got famous too. Yeah. Um
1: so uh then she promptly left Twitter. Uh because basically since that announcement she's gotten nothing but hate because of course women are the worst. Um and not allowed to be on the internet apparently. Um
0: I I uh, So I I didn't even read what what are people saying about why is Batwoman so revered that uh, this oh. woman who can't play. Oh, there's that no woman. argument.
1: There's no argument. None of these people have any argument, and it oh, doesn't they, matter they, they what never it is. Do I'm just. It is curious. simply that they are sexist, hate mongering assholes who don't deserve to be on the internet, and they yeah. make everything in the world worse. Um, you know, this is a month after um, Kelly Marie, Marie Tran left the left uh, Instagram and and deleted all of her stuff because, of course, the non-Star Wars fans, uh, like, the fake Star Wars fans who pretend that they want to remake the last movie uh, basically just
0: harassed her for months. Um, I just don't get that. Like, that mentality never crosses my mind.
1: Yeah, it it is despicable. It Mm -hmm. is.
0: Um, If you're one of those people, just
1: just stop. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's extremely frustrating and a thing that, like, literally I've just been mad about for the the last, like, four
0: hours. Right, and the thing that sucks, too, is, I mean... before the social media it goes far as back as Michael Keaton being his Batman mm-hmm. yeah I mean he got bad Which, press and everyone hey, we can all
1: have a nice conversation about casting we don't like we can all make our references to Heath Ledger and how great some of them end up being there is a big difference we are not having a conversation about Fans not liking casting. Yeah. This is a conversation about men on the internet hating women because they can and harassing them in ways that is completely inappropriate and should not be tolerated. This isn't agree. about fan casting. Because they can hide by a
3: digi- behind a digital screen right. that they control. Yeah, well, exactly. It, it it's is, anonymous. It it's is, anonymous it bullying. Yeah. yeah. It
1: is shameful behavior that has nothing to do with you being a fan. And if you pretend like it is, you just need to stop being a part of this community. I agree. Like, you make us all look bad.
3: Anyway, well said, I mean, James. nobody can make me look any more. Oh, bad that's than no, I, no, no, you no, know? no. You
1: look so much better than these like fucking ass clown dog shit human beings. Who honestly, I would, I would punch in the neck as hard as I can. I don't know. With I, I don't know Donald I, Trump's face. I, I did try like,
3: to steal Christopher Plummer's toupee last week. So
1: yeah, you know. the the no the like <laughs> seriously, you are. a a nine and a half on a a level out of of ten that they are a negative four. Like, the the span between you and these fucking non-humans is not even, like, measurable.
3: There's there's a story coming up later on, though, where I I have zero empathy or sympathy for the Star Wars fans who are practicing hate right now, but there's a story coming up that we're going to talk about and one of their dreams could come true if everything was to come to pass, but we'll Are get we? to it. We'll okay. get to it in a second.
1: Uh great. I don't know if I have that one here. Um so hey, do you want to talk about Spider Man real quick, Ryan? Sure. I want to talk about things that don't make me angry. Um well that's too bad though, because we're actually not gonna talk about like the complete Sony everything but Spider Man universe <laughs> that they're building. Um you know, I talked
0: to Andrew about this earlier <laughs> this week.
1: <laughs> and wasn't was- this
3: supposed to be like
1: a gritty R rated?
0: Nonsense! Well, oh, oh, that's wait till there's there's like so much silly not Spider-Man news. <laughs> so here's the thing: is Morbius isn't predicated on Spider-Man.
1: Wait, wait. <laughs> I didn't know about the Morbius thing. I'm talking about something else. What are you talking about? Are you
0: talking about all the movies they're making? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Morbius is one of them. Oh, okay. And he's not predicated on Spider-Man. He's a doctor who has a a blood disease. He uses a vampire bat to cure it. He turns into a vampire. Sure. You can make a movie out of that. Sure. Um, Black Cat. You can make a movie out of a thief who steals who's a world renowned thief and gets cut. You can make movies out of this stuff. It would yep. just be
3: a bonus if you um, could have the interplay she has with Spider-Man.
1: Uh, how do we get Maybe. How, maybe. Do, we, how do we get the jackpot? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So the other one is Silver Sable where they basically the news this week is they took the Silver and Black movie they were making which kind of sounded like a thing you could pitch where mm-hmm. Silver Sable and Black Cat are like on in some kind of romp adventure thing and you're going to introduce these two sexy lady movies that of course all of the internet will hate be, no matter you know what unless you cast those people as men you know they will hate it. Um <laughs> but uh basically Because their whole argument will be, oh my god! Unless you cast them as men, they won't be sexy enough. Like you're, oh, you're gonna whatever PC my characters, even though both those characters are kind of embarrassing to look at on paper. Um, so they took those movies and broke them into two, which means that their original story
0: didn't matter, I guess. Like you know, reading that, uh, Sony right now feels like DC to me, where they have all these characters and they're like, we're just gonna throw. But the difference is, like with DC, you have
1: characters people give a shit about, and then you have
0: jackpot. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so one of the movies is jackpot which is basically like an alternate universe where mj becomes a superhero oh no
0: my friend right no so in brand new day uh there is a red-haired super uh super powered person because remember now spider-man this is and- already good when you started with so in brand new day yes. some really great sony canon they're gonna care about um in spider-man remember spider-man made a deal with the devil
1: right yeah great days great time uh huh. So much fun. So
0: Spider-Man makes a deal with the devil, and the devil snaps his fingers, and he says, Ugh, no, no one remembers who you are. And your marriage to uh, Mary Jane is, didn't exist. So then this red-haired woman started showing up and calling Spy- Spider-Man, hey, tiger, and um, right. you hit the jackpot. So basically just saying, oh, remember those iconic lines that you like From that
1: one panel in a comic a long pan- time ago?
0: Beautiful panel. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Great introduction of the character. Right. But- you're making a whole character and anyways it turns out that the original lady who had it had cancer and she died and then her niece or i don't even fucking remember the story oh. takes over the mantle of it and people thought it was mary jane so no she oh, looks like mary jane says mary mary jane stuff and uh, uh, i think she had like a little spin-off thing but i i never read them because none of these films are gonna get made right probably not okay good we said that about venom though well, well, <laughs> well, okay, you're right. Oh. I don't know. I was reading that uh, Sony owns 900 Marvel characters, so there's a chance some of them will probably get made. Because I also heard they're circling like Craven the Hunter, which that's right. They own Spider-Man. That ham. would be so disappointing, <laughs> do, if, dude. Spider-Man better show up in the animated Spider-Man movie. It would be yes. so
1: disappointing if they go and fuck up Craven the so Hunter before Marvel gets a chance. That's
0: here. what I, I was tell, talking to Andrew about this. What they should, what Marvel should do, and so they have Mysterio in this next one coming up. The next Marvel spider-man movie <laughs> should be craven's last hunt yeah and just say hey we're gonna use craven maybe not use him as because again yeah. so craven the only reason he shows up is because he hunts spider-man because he's tired of hunting lions and tigers and yeah bears oh my and giraffes and because that's, that's a cool sounding movie so yeah so he comes to america to hunt spider-man yeah. because Spider Man is superior to everything, and um, and, and the Kraven's last hunt is he wants to prove that he's superior to Spider Man, right? So Super- he- superior Spider Man. That's what we all want. Oh God. That's um, what
1: I just heard Ryan say. He wants superior uh, yes, yeah, Spider-Man.
0: Uh, but also, too, to piggyback off the R-rated Venom, uh, he's <laughs> never been R-rated in the comics, so I don't know what people. Well, I mean, other than the fact that he looks like a horror show, I'm like just, I'm just referring to the bold claim they no, made I know early on. That. Well, people yeah. are uh, upset that like, they promised an R-rated Venom. Who they? Uh, Who? Do, when did this happen? Exactly. Like uh, that's the thing. And, is, do you, and why did you believe them? <laughs> what, what I what I what, <laughs> what, I, what <laughs> I always say too is. I've I've said it thousands of times. Venom <laughs> is not, is very not that cool. No.
1: You he, watch he, that trailer and it's like, okay, yeah, you made this heavy metal looking movie. And there's literally like all these jokes that just drop flat.
0: Yeah. And like there's a really funny meme where it's uh, so it's Venom. Pancreas. And then it cuts to the like the the robber guy. And he's like, I forget what he says in the trailer, but it's. Toby Maguire's face is like superimposed on and he's crying and then the Venom symbiote like goes away and it's uh DeKovich from the first Spider-Man and we it says Brent. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, it's only like man. part of the Venom saga I've enjoyed. But Venom is not He's not an R-rated superhero. I hate to break it to people. That movie just... Uh, we'll see. I like Tom Hardy. Yeah. Uh, and I always... I tell people I'm always so torn on it because we do have yeah. a mono here. We're going to see every movie. It could be good. Well, and There's some cool-looking stuff in it. I think it's just
1: that the trailer's not great. Like, I don't... Th- I think they chose some stuff to try and, like, yeah. appeal to the... The Venom well, cause, fans, because what guess. happened is but, they like,
0: released the first trailer when it wasn't ready, yeah, and then they didn't show Venom. So right. now the next trailer is like, "Well, look how we cool. got to show a lot I of mean, Venom." And Venom and he, looks, he, he cool. looks
1: really cool. The animation's great. <laughs> yeah, I just think the character of Venom is it shitty. Work. Yeah. Like the fact that there is this long, like five second part of the trailer where he's like listing organs and saying he's going to. They're so delicious. I'm like, is that is this the fun I'm in for?
0: So yeah, I mean that's. That's mining the great character that is Venom uh from Amazing Spider-Man like 312 where he tells Spider-Man he's going to eat his brains.
2: Someone should intercut clips from the upgrade trailer into the Venom trailer because they're both like talking to a person inside their heads. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really good.
1: They Only that look the trailer same too. That trailer plays really well. You don't need
0: R-rated stuff if it's done well. Yeah.
1: Um All right, now let's just get at it. Uh so James Gunn is I don't know how much you guys talked about this last week. I'm sure you did. No? Mm. No, okay. we did, but we did the week before. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's in the news now still because him getting fired off of Guardians of the Galaxy 3, in my opinion, is terrible mm-hmm. um, and very undeserved, especially. I was thinking about it today. I, 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 the, the closest analogy I, I can come up tweets. with. What
0: did he? What What did he tweet he, that was so bad? I mean, they're I, 10 yeah.
2: years old, so you got to dig really far back. Yeah. But they've already been deleted at this point. I so, thought he left them. Well, yeah, I don't know.
3: I
0: I keep on clicking on like the articles where he got fired to see if like posting them. uh, Some
3: like whoever whoever exposed them, quote unquote, put like a collage of them somewhere. I read
0: a few of them. They're
3: like, they're not funny. This is like they're like they're provocative. Like, yeah, it's who he was
1: 10 years ago. It's almost like it was written by a guy who worked for Troma. (laughs) <laughs> right. Like Disney knew who they hired. I was thinking about this today. The, the closest metaphor I can come up with is this is like if you had an affair and like went to your pastor at church and he helped you through it and you he helped you to like fix your marriage and all of this and stop doing these terrible things. And then when you were all done, the pastor was like, oh, but you can't come to church here because you, you we, we we know you used to have an affair like Disney's the one that changed his career. Like he was the guy who was making PG porn, and the next thing you know, like <laughs> they hired him out of that. Like, That's true, they knew who he was, and then we're like, we're gonna give you a shot, which was brilliant, and he made amazing films.
0: It's not like he was hiding who he used to be. Like, so I guess he's fired because he made a joke.
1: Yeah, he's fired. It's it's this same thing that has been happening where it's like everybody is very sensitive to like, you know who people like it, it doesn't accept the fact that people are allowed to change mm. especially over long periods of time um and and especially in a case like this where it's things you said it's not he didn't he, this isn't he didn't rape someone 10 years ago mm. this isn't like all of the other stuff that has come out but it's a, certainly a sensitivity um by a company like disney to make sure that they represent themselves well but again you knew it when you hired him. It's, this isn't something that came out where all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, well, we didn't know he used to work for Trauma and be like a provocateur." Like you knew. It's
3: that. it's it's mudslinging back and forth, especially after the whole Roseanne situation. That's that's a lot of what this is. Even I, if there's no direct connection,
1: that could be fair. I mean, it, it is it is certainly linked to a lot of sensitivity where, like, you you at this time don't want to be seen as supporting somebody who has terrible views Mm -hmm. but at the same time like you already did like stand by the guy that you said hey we're gonna give you a shot like oh yeah no
3: no I mean like the 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 only thing that I could say in Disney's defense is like because of the family image but even that doesn't really fly with me anymore simply because of the fact that like you own Star Wars you own Marvel yeah like they're not necessarily adult like products but like disney also i'm assuming produces part of the marvel shows at least in some capacity mm-hmm. the punisher show is full of violence and like yeah like you, like the you, you the, the argument doesn't hold up anymore the way it might have say 20 years ago right you still hired that, someone
2: with trauma on their resume
3: yeah and that's clearly. the uh, that, that's the other right. thing like
1: you, did, you didn't hire this guy without looking at his imdb you, page you, so like not even now. not even
3: not even that but just like slither like, you can you can watch Slither and know that this guy is, like, a bit, like, yeah. on edge.
1: This is a man who has worked or with Super Sasha or Gray. Or Super. Super, yeah. Super's full of shit, There you know? is a reason why we were all amazed when Disney hired a man who had worked with the porn star Sasha Gray. Like, or, uh, actually, multiple porn stars for that yeah. matter, right? Like, we knew, who, you knew this. I like, know.
3: I know when they dropped that news years ago, I was like, oh, okay.
1: Right. Cool. (laughs) um, And it was a brilliant move. Anyway, the reason it's in the news is they are apparently theoretically still working with his script. um, And there's a lot of people at Marvel who are pushing really hard in support of him to get Disney to. The whole cast
0: put a letter out saying.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Uh, Dave Bautista (laughs) said he might quit. Yeah, of it, which, which honestly, would, if I that would be great. I, I feel strongly damn, yeah.
1: enough about this that I would, <laughs> if I were them, I would strongly consider it too. I'm, I mean, I think you you are making a colossal misstep in the direction of those films to and, to remove that guy,
3: and, and like also he's getting fielding he's fielding other authors from other studios, yeah. and you have a very it, short window because
1: and, everybody knows how much that guy's worth,
3: and and also because of the fact that Disney hired him after the fact of these tweets. Um, he like he didn't breach his contract, so they have to pay him out seven to ten million dollars. Yeah. So like either it's
1: it's a really dumb move. Yeah, I don't know who I don't know who decided this was the right choice without really thinking through how this is. His name is
3: Alan Horn. Um, and Bob Iger. Yeah. I'm not saying they're bad businessmen or bad studio heads. I'm just saying, like, they... I think they're y- reacting e- because they, they, yeah. were,
1: they were probably expecting that, like, this was going to come up and, and be a big deal, and they thought that the reaction would be the opposite way, that, mm-hmm. like, people would be mad at this <sighs> guy. And they're they're probably fair to think that, right? We've seen a lot of people where things like this have come up, um, and, you know, people have gotten in a lot of trouble for it. Um, I would
2: say they jumped the gun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there's a there there is a side hilarious story to all this is that uh fans are petitioning for so a uh, awesome. relatively <laughs> unknown director named jo- james gunburgo to <laughs> yes, be I, to be I hired and it's just james Gunn in the mustache it's amazing um, I was like one of my favorite things i saw on the internet
1: i think that that ryan johnson's reaction to delete all of his per- past tweets is a really Intelligent statement about how stupid this whole thing is mm-hmm. um, because the the idea that you 're going to hold somebody, and we 've seen it before, right It happened to that lady who used to cook with butter, right like <laughs> <Paula Deen. laughs> right like it happens all the time where people who may have said or 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 even done terrible things, not where there are victims, obviously there's a big difference between doing something that has a victim and just saying something that you know is inflammatory um yeah where somebody said something or had opinions many years ago and has changed and well, have, I can't believe Twitter's 10 years like, old uh, well in that. this case it, it was uh, I think it just saw it, was, it was 2012 so technically six years ago
0: I, I remember when um, the dude who invented Twitter was on the Colbert Report and trying to pitch 140 characters to Stephen Colbert his character and he thought, <laughs> Stephen Colbert thought it was the dumbest thing he ever had I have it on the best of the Colbert Report on <laughs> DVD it's really funny and you see how it is now it's yeah. You know Everybody's on it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'm going to fly through a couple of quick little things just so we move on. Uh, Cowboy Ninja Viking was like basically canceled a month before it started filming, so that's too bad. I love the name of it, but I heard it Chris had Pratt. script issues. So yeah. um, Work on it, come back. Yeah. Uh, if Chris prep cares that much, he will get it done. Uh, speaking of Chris's, uh, both of them have maybe dropped out of Star Trek Four because of uh, wanting to get paid, um, which might be fair because both those guys have become worth a a lot of money since they they check
0: that money Um, it's interesting I read an article about it on the did you read our Hollywood Reporter article no Mm -hmm. because they they broke the story so yeah it's it's because they both look at themselves as a listers which they are yeah so they definitely
1: say Chris Hemsworth is
0: yeah and so and and, well now Chris Pine too though I mean he's the new Wonder Woman movie so he's in demand oh yeah and for a lot of money and the studio Paramount doesn't want to make a Star Trek movie for too much money, and they're concerned by giving all these actors this money that is going to balloon the budget. Where in the last Star Trek movie only well, only made three hundred eighty five million dollars worldwide. Yeah, but
3: I don't care. Like they pro- they. To be fair, they, they, didn't, they care. They, they, they'll they'll come yeah. back
0: and like remember Robert Downey Jr. had this problem after Avengers. Like, are we going to make another movie with Robert Downey Jr. And uh, I think Kevin Feige said, "Yeah, we just back the Brinks truck up to his house," and he said, "Yeah."
3: Yeah, I mean, didn't, it, I mean, Paramount, I, to my remembrance, didn't do a very good job of promoting Beyond. No, so that's uh, yeah. kind of on them. Yeah, it,
0: it's you know, because we I remember talking about it how Sabotage was in the trailer, and a lot of people didn't understand yeah. why it was in there, but then you see the movie and it's totally badass. Yeah, um, but it like misled them, I guess. Yeah,
3: like or like it it was like a spoiler. But not a spoiler. Know, something
0: about Chris Pine's voice, I love it. He has like the sexiest voice. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, you know hopefully
2: figure it out. You know, his dad played Jim Halpert's dad on The Office. Really? Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Huh?
1: Funny. I hear he's a real sweetheart. Yeah. You know. So the more you know.
0: I, I think a lot of those, a lot of those. I, I you don't read too many like people who are in the Marvel movies that are not cool. Yeah. Because they, they fire him, Edward Norton, Terrence Howard, <laughs> Terrence Howard. <laughs>
1: Uh, da, 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 it's so cool. Don Cheadle is way better. Um, <laughs> last piece of Marvel: Ant-Man and the Wasp is apparently going to be the last movie that Netflix gets to stream. Um, after that, man, they will surprising. all they will all be on our happy little Disney streaming channel, <laughs> which, um, uh, which we will all yep. end up getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Why am I working so hard to buy all these blue these Disney Blu-rays on the Disney Movie Club when I'm going to just have access to a lot of that? Because choice?
2: you're a man who cares. Uh, and you also don't like interrupted connections and uh, yeah. and, and the fact that it starts no, off no. blurry all, for the first 30 can
1: seconds. Can we all just be really honest about this? It's because I'm a materialistic collector and I like having everything.
0: Here, here's like, I, that's really no, the reason. Here's like, what I tell <laughs> my wife. It's literally because I want physical copies of it because just like Netflix, just like Hulu, and even the Disney um, streaming service, are they always going to have everything on there? No, you're right. And you're are they right. going to take it away when they don't want it? I'm and, saving it for the apocalypse. They just, yeah. I'm just saying, like... If,
1: if, the, if, if Netflix goes down or if Netflix is down because the internet goes down or, or if my streaming copies that are on, like, Amazon or whatever are inaccessible because the internet goes down, I have a much bigger problem in my life.
0: No, yeah, no, that's what I mean. It's I just... And, too, I yeah. think the the bit rate's way better when you watch it, and it, well, yeah, the, well, the a, there is stuff. no, there's no question about bit rate. Oh, like, oh, oh um,
3: yeah. What's, I, I, what's that? The internet's down, and you want to watch a copy of Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Well, you're gonna have to go into my real Thunderdome in order to get a copy. <laughs> Are you listening, ladies? <sighs> no, 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 no. I meant like two wow. dudes have to fight to the death because I'm assuming it's dudes want to watch. Wow, you backtrack no, from no,
0: that really no, fast. No, 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 no.
1: And in silly news. Uh, I, I I'm just so excited for Brad to basically say who cares. Uh, the Oscars announced this oh week.
3: God. Oh, they announced a bunch of dumb things, but don't uh, say the big one.
1: That they're uh, they're going to limit the telecast to three hours because cool. sh- short speeches are always what we wanted. Whatever. Um, except, yeah, they're <laughs> they're also going to add a popular film category. I don't know how you defined that category. I don't know either. Uh, so but, yeah,
0: when I hear that, it's for them. And their pretentiousness to have a category where you can take a film like Black Panther and say, even though it's all the critics love it, all the audiences love it, it's not Oscar worthy. So we're going to put it in this popular culture one where it still wins an Oscar, but it's not going to real win a real Oscar. I think we should just call it other best film.
1: <laughs> like other best Run picture. up. <laughs> yeah. The, right, um, but
0: runner up, but all different five films. I hope that because they've allowed so many more young people into uh, the academy that they'll just vote Black Panther as the number one movie. Anyways,
2: they said it does qualify for both categories, so there's that. They're,
3: well, they're and they're slowly rolling out what the what the specifications of that category are going to be. But like the thing was that, like the moment that broke, like every like Hollywood. Reporter outlet like went bananas. Well, like, think of is on it.
0: it's in a room like this with a bunch of old white dudes going these young whippersnappers like them comic book movies and they're not watching the Oscars. I really want to make a sketch of you playing and, an old Academy member <laughs> and then the the other old white guys but like saying in Italian. You're right. Uh, you, they don't have enough. We gotta get them to watch this. <laughs> and, and they so they say, oh, popular uh, was it achievement in popular film? I think is the fucking name <laughs> of the. Thanks.
3: what's yeah. this movie, Get Out. Yeah. I don't. You get out. Yeah,
0: there's there's no way we can have a horror film about slavery being included in the Best Pictures. I mean, come on.
3: <laughs> it points out all the things I supported back in Civil
0: War times. Yeah. Um,
1: basically, we're the old dude from Dick
0: Van Dyke and Mary yeah. Poppins. <laughs> yeah,
1: shit. The important thing to remember here is like. They're doing this to sell commercials during the oh, yeah, silly show. Well, like none of this makes so, any sense. So outside of the
3: popular category, though, like the, the, the issue I have with the three-hour telecast, like not that shorter time is a bad thing, but they're talking about editing down speeches on like smaller categories. Well, I mean, and do you really need to
0: see a speech about the best animated short? No,
1: but no, that's, I don't. Which is why I don't watch the
0: Oscars. <laughs>
3: no, but at the same time, that's that's a nice moment for best them. that They film. get. Yeah, And they, now they don't get that.
1: The, the truth is... Why don't they have
3: just
0: best American films?
1: The truth is, you know what I would like them to edit out? A lot of the masturbatory videos about movies yeah. and how good they are. You, I'd like to not have to see trailers for all the movies that are, were big that week. How about we only have someone stand there list announcements and let people have speeches uh, you, and stop filling it with all this other bullshit. Like, I, I,
2: take out the musical numbers. Yeah, musical hey, numbers, interpretive dance. How about take out dance? the two
1: hours of what are you wearing that happens beforehand? Because that part's pretty sexist and stupid. Like, there's plenty of things plus, you could do to make it better. Plus, Joan Rivers is dead, so it's not funny anymore.
0: Um, is it, isn't it funny then either? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's it, a, It'd there's be a funny ser- if they brought out her coffin and just opened it up <laughs> let her corpse sit there. <laughs>
3: Oh, oh my God. God! I'm dead! I'm oh, dead! I didn't <laughs> I didn't have Jeff me. Jeff Dunham go!
0: <laughs> oh, God, no. yes. Don't bring Don't bring
3: Joan Rivers near Jeff Dunham. One's uh, clearly better than the other. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's Joan Rivers. She was the better one. Um, no, uh, but <laughs> she's funnier than Jeff Dunham will ever be. Um,
1: I'd say that's pro Let's be honest, Ryan. That is what what's your, He's what's probably. Right. How, do,
3: how do you quantify that? Um, because Jeff Dunham's a racist puppet master, and Joan Rivers was a funny woman who was in balls. So is that like a, a five. Or eight? All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um anyway, um, but no, like the on that, pop- on that yeah.
1: Zach Eastman scale of negative four to <laughs> nine and a half. Uh um
3: uh, but the popular category thing though, like I mean, like this could be the Academy honestly just like shooting ideas at the wall and seeing what sticks, like they're li- they might be literally trial running this yeah. because they haven't set qualifications for it. They don't know what exactly yeah. qualifies you for that category. And so, like, they might literally just be, like, throwing it at the wall and seeing it's if it sticks.
1: Kind of what they've been doing for the last, like, five years. Yeah. I they, remember they, when The Dark Knight was going to win an Oscar.
2: <sighs> um, um, they better backtrack it before they actually hand it out, because if they, if they hand it out this year but then don't do it next year, it's like whoever wins that Oscar is like, yeah. here's the only one of these. I got the only fake Oscar that they ever <laughs> gave away. Yeah. Transformers. The it's last made nut. of chocolate.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Um, how abysmal would it be if the thing that won was, like, fucking trash like if the meg sorry but what if what if what if 47 meters down the next chapter can you believe what? that title
0: of that movie it i'm what? Like, like what i, I, cer- I certainly can't <laughs> i
1: certainly can't considering that i know how the first one ends um
2: but yeah what if they do go to like just uh, populars based on gross because no one like right. actually bothers to watch the movies they just check a box and yeah (laughs) and i'm assuming that's kind of what what they
3: that's what some people do in the voting process anyway if you read and listen to all these like awards chatters they don't even like some people don't even see the movies they just fill out their ballot because they're obligated to because of it's a it's an academy thing
1: and i would certainly hate if it became the people's choice awards and basically like the winner this year was avengers which probably isn't as good as the dark knight let's all be honest like Mm -hmm. great movie and i love it but like or not the Dark Knight, but not as good as, as Black Panther. Like mm. I'm just saying, there's a really good chance that like it ends up being some silly people's choice of world. Here's Award. the
3: thing. Here's the only reason I want to see if this pans out. Uh, my theory, like you know how all the Star Wars fans for some reason want George Lucas back. This uh, is the no, old, this no, is the way I he gets his Oscar because you said
1: <laughs> all the Star Wars fans, and I don't think there's any the real Yes, angri- oh, sorry, fans oh, yeah, sorry I'm
3: sorry. The angry people seem to want him back. Yes. So this is how he gets. Like he, goes up to, he goes yeah. up to Kathleen Kennedy and JJ and go, hey, I know you're making episode nine. Let me do it. Put my name on it. And that's how he gets his Oscar. No. Sincerely, because no. that's the only way he's going to fucking do it. He's been shafted. He was he shafted could all the time. get times. a lifetime achievement award. No. Yeah, he totally he could. could. No, no. They're, they're, they're angry. I mean, they, they're they, not gonna they won't. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> a lot of people that's have to die before thing. he gets also, it. Also, yeah.
3: Michael Bay. It's the only way Michael Bay's getting one.
1: Okay, now I'm on board.
3: Yeah. But what does he get it for is the thing. The Rock. Mm-hmm. Retroactively Yeah Well no Pain
1: and Gain then N- No Yes No
0: Yes the Pain and Gain has the right. Can we in split
3: it. the
1: difference
0: Oh shit <laughs> Yeah uh, Here's some <laughs> movies that are coming out on Blu-ray this week
1: DVD releases on Blu-ray For your consideration Rampage <laughs> uh, uh, Tomorrow on Blu-ray is Avengers Infinity War on 4K yeah. Uh, and everything else, and if you go to Best Buy, you can get a cool seal book where he's got a big fist.
0: Mm. Thanos, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big fist, <laughs> big
1: fist. I wish because they're doing <laughs> the
2: subtitles, re-releases <laughs> the other ones that they would do the the purple poster, yeah. So they, all three would match, but <laughs> oh, I guess I'll yeah. take the gauntlet.
3: Yeah. Uh, James Big Fist is the is uh, the foreign title, right? No, no, that's that's going to be the title of <laughs> the you know man. of, of <laughs> big, Avengers big, Four. Big
0: Fist, snapping fingers, dude. <laughs> yeah. big, big purple fist man.
1: Yeah, it's it's Avengers Big Fist War. There's a funny <laughs> article <laughs> going, going around thing. the
0: internet today where Thor's roommate survived. The snap. Yes, <laughs> I saw that.
1: That was great. Uh, and of course, that's like the only real movie coming out this week on Blu-ray because, <laughs> huh? of course, well, no, no I'm going to get to all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like there's almost nothing else from this year because yeah. no one wanted to go against oh, that. Oh, I wouldn't. And I think uh, Deadpool 2's next week. Then, yeah, it is. So. Yeah. Uh, so, Outlaw Star, the complete series, which is the only time that I will uh, intentionally talk about anime on this show. Okay. Um, but it's really good. Uh, that's a good show with some cat people in it and some space robots and stuff. You yeah. know,
3: I think I saw that. It was called Avatar.
1: Uh, actually, yeah. Yeah, actually, yes. Avatar did steal some stuff from Outlaw Star. You're right. Mm. Um, Seems like
3: James Gunn likes to steal... Or not James Gunn. James Cameron likes to steal things.
1: Okay, I didn't put these in order of what was more fun to talk about so anyway uh let's see arrow has got terry gilliams tideland out this week which is oh it's a cool poster
3: Ooh, tideland's pretty interesting
1: um god damn there's so many freaking shout factory releases okay let's go um, through them all <laughs> we, we will we will i'm gonna get through some other stuff first uh from arrow they also have What have they done to your
0: daughters on Blu-ray? I love the name of, like... It's definitely an Italian horror film. I can tell by the name.
1: Well, and the fact that the murderer is clearly, like, a motorcycle driver in a full black jumpsuit. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a very... Italian looking villain for some reason That to me. title also sounds like a lifetime movie too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It does. Yeah. It's Pizza Ghost's Brother. <laughs> this
3: week on Lifetime. What have they done to your daughter? Pizza, 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 pizza Ghost's ghost Brother. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was really good. Oh, Pizza Ghost. Oh man. Pizza um, Ghost. Shit. Uh and then uh <laughs> from uh from AGFA this week is Lady Street Fighter. Mm. Oh. Uh which uh, it's 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 um, just extra putting it out yeah Ooh. uh yeah uh it is so okay here we go into uh the Factory releases uh first up is the unborn uh mm-hmm. which looks like a movie about a killer fetus mm-hmm. having a baby can be a real scream i added the real because of course that's a better tagline. It's actually just having a baby can be a scream.
2: Was that remade like in the early 2000s? Uh, the, yeah,
1: the Odette Yustman.
2: Uh, there is.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, uh like Her that, yeah. her name is now Odette Annabelle. Thank you very much. Um, no. She'll always
3: be Yustman to us. I know.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> when she had a career, her name was Odette Yustman. Oh, um, that's mean. <laughs> you'll uh, people will will uh, remember the unborn film because the poster was basically just her ass um, staring into very yeah yeah very similar to like a. Uh, what was that other shitty horror movie uh, where the girl gets raped and then kills everybody? I Spit um, on Your Grave? I Spit on Your Grave. Mm-hmm. Where it's just, come look at this woman's ass. Which, at least that one was... like At least the, with The Unborn, it's not really creepy because it's a movie about rape. Like having a a really awful poster like that, and then having it be about rape is really terrible. <laughs> like, shame on those people. Uh, anyway, the Howling is getting a steel book from Shout Factory.
0: The yeah, four K scanning.
1: S- yeah, the steel books from Shout Factory is cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, the yeah. Howling Man.
0: Three one's really awesome. Yeah, uh, but I mean, I already own them. I'm not going to get them again, but
1: uh they are also putting out uh i'll save that one for second to last uh life force
3: yep and i got uh, my my 87
1: Um, is on my list yeah does 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 this does this steelbook edition of life force does it come with a copy or uh a recording of the how i met or how did this get made episode
0: on the disc? I do know it's another new scan, and it's including the... Uh, the two different cuts. The two yeah. different cuts, which they lost the rights to oh. after a while, so... Um, it's actually a
1: really cool-looking yeah, steelbook. I'm actually, like,
0: actually going to order the, that the right lady, after the show. The,
1: the creepy blue lady is sucking all the life force Ooh. out
0: of the old guy. She literally walks around naked just...
3: Because I don't want to pay $80 for the one that's on yeah. eBay.
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. it's I get, cool. I, get the, I like Life Force. It's The fun. Howling One, that's a cool still book. it like, yeah. really It's great. a cool looking yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The cover's really great. Um Return of the Living Dead Part Two. Yes. I have out I, on, uh, from Shout Factory. I
0: freaking flipped out on Amazon because so that shipped to me at thirty five. Mm-hmm. And so I sent an email to Amazon. I said, If you guys are gonna do this like you did with Disney shit. Then I'll just stop ordering Shout Factory from you and know, I'll just order from their website and get it two weeks early and not have to deal with this stupid, you're not marking it down because you're in a fight, with literally my email to them. Yeah. Later that day, I get a call from like this 11111, I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's Amazon. Oh, shit. And they go, hey, we got Bezos your email. called you. Yeah, they said, we got your email. We're concerned about it. I said, well, I said, here's the gig. is I get Prime and I pre-order stuff because I want it to drop in price. And right. in, in the mouth of madness, I got for, I think, 13 bucks because, yeah. and he said, well, you know, it's how popular the title is. I said, I understand that. And I understand that maybe not every title is going to be a, a huge seller. I said, but I've already pre ordered a few things coming out in the next couple months and they haven't dropped in price. So I don't want to make sure it's not a little bitch fight that you're having with Shout Factory where you're not going to drop the prices. Like, I can't pre order my Disney stuff. From Did you
1: here. actually say bitch fight oh, to yeah. Steve Bezos? To Jeff Bezos? I wish. Um, and the Steve guy the Bezos other, was, on Steve the Bezos <laughs> was on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> the guy
0: was really nice. He On the other side, he said, I understand your frustration and I, I get that. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and credit your account $25. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Amazon. I All right. So what we've learned is everyone needs to write an email <laughs> to Amazon
1: every time you order anything, and well, you'll get $25. So your argument
2: that... Be- like you could just go to their website and buy it for because from Shout, Shout Factory. Factory their first week of release it's cheaper exactly so
0: right now on mm-hmm. Shout Factory Return of Living Dead Two is twenty two dollars mm-hmm. gotcha. it's thirty five dollars on Amazon but you do no. have
3: to do over fifty dollars to get the free shipping and that's fine that's fine but the difference other...
0: in price isn't the cost of shipping mm-hmm. exactly so I told him I said so what's the point of me having Prime and ordering from you you've risen the price up uh, the price of Prime now. uh... I can't order Disney stuff from you because you're in a huge fight with Disney. Right. Mm-hmm. And now you are gonna are you in a fight with Scream Factory? I'm like, just tell me, and I'll cancel all my pre-orders, and I'll just order them off Shout Factory's website. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. We'll, they'll go down, I promise. Okay. Well, you have until October.
3: I had that issue with I pre-ordered In the Mouth of Madness, mm-hmm. and then I got a notification saying it was out of stock, which I'm like, well, the thing's releasing today. How is it out of stock? Because it, it was supposed to have then processed and then shipped to me. Mm-hmm like, within two days of it being released because I did the pre-order a little late. Yeah. But, and then, like, and so I was like, well, then screw it. I'm just going to go get it off of shout shout site. And when I went back to double-check the price, they had brought it back up to $34 in stock. I'm like, no. And then I waited two more days. They brought it down back to twenty one ninety nine. Yeah, 99. and it's it's just
0: and it's I, just, uh, I, I don't I already f- piss at Amazon too because so the Spider Man game that's coming out you mm-hmm. can't pre order it on there. Really? You can't get the collector's edition. You can't order their standard edition, and they've never said why. Yeah, and it's because I, I mean I know why is because they get in fights with these companies, and I mean they've done it constantly. Yeah. And so what's the point of having an Amazon account when you can't get the shit you want and I can get it cheaper from another company? Very fair. And I told him, and I mean I I wasn't mad at the guy. I was just asking him I was like fuck just, you Steve Bezos yeah I was just asking him like if it's gonna be that way then I'm not gonna order him from you yeah. you're
3: right I'm not as cool
0: as my brother Jeff <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyways and last and definitely not least uh, I will say that out this ret- week from Shout Return Factory. the
0: Living Dead part 2 is not worth $34 <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well good because it's 34 minus is 25. it a two disc yeah. one though
3: I no? thought it was a. oh no
0: it's just a... it's really uh, fun so,
1: yeah, this week from Shout Factory in a
0: beautiful
1: steelbook, Army of Darkness. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Which I, I'm not getting. I already own it. Uh, if they if they actually had... What? Yeah, if they actually had I'm new features or a new scan of the film shocked. or they had a 4K version of it.
2: The one they already put out is pretty awesome. It's yeah. just a different package. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, I ha- yeah, I have
2: that but one. But did, did you see Evil Dead in 4K is coming yeah. out? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And Evil Dead 2. Um
1: but uh, they this is just a this is just a Blu-ray version, right? There's yeah. No so if
0: they added a four K disc to it, then, then I'd you probably be getting it. But <laughs> yeah. right uh, now, and I like the I mean the original Shop Factory. It's cool. It's like? A painted cover. It's cool. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a reversible yeah. art. So, yeah. 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 But if you don't have it, the steel book is definitely cool. So get it. Uh, always the,
3: support Sam Raimi. They just announced steel books for um, in the mouth that they're gonna do in the mouth of madness as well as uh, the thing. Yeah. So you could now get the entire apocalypse trilogy in the steel book. Yeah, so cause... I'm threat. I'm I'm tempted to take those.
0: <laughs> and Speaking of internet them. trolls, <laughs> I, I uh they announced those ones mm-hmm. and uh if the first response is geez show factory just double dipping in and, and Scream Factory comes out and says it's just for people that missed it the first time. They're limited edition. You don't have to buy them, yeah. right? <laughs> and, and then you know what? <laughs> like, you know, but, but 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 I can't know,
3: control myself. You know, like just listen to any interview those guys who work at Shot Factory do
0: on the Shockwave they, podcast. They, they make, are nice, sweet people who are trying their hardest. They yeah. stop they make, bitching at they them. They make films for collectors. Yeah. yeah, if you want the standard edition, get it. Wow. If you want the steel book, get one of the 7000 they're making or don't. Who cares? Yeah.
1: And at least be like me and admit that you're doing it because you're a materialistic <laughs> yeah. collector and not because there's a rational argument. Don't tell my yeah. wife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Brooks, I got Candy Man. Don't ask me why. <laughs> 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 no. Like I, I can't pre-order that yet on Amazon. I can't pre-order a couple other no, ones. No, but if
3: you pre-order it on streetfactor.com, uh, you get a poster.
0: I know, and I told him like, I can get it 2 weeks early, too.
1: You were telling me and I like this argument. I've been thinking about it. You were telling me that like you're intentionally going back and rewatching a lot of the Blu-rays yeah. you own just to like s- s- I don't want to admit how many Blu-rays I own that I've never actually watched. Oh yeah, it's bad. Like it's <laughs> bad.
0: <laughs> like I have um oh, me
1: too.
2: I found one like last week that I was like, oh, this is still in the wrapper. You know what's <laughs> really
0: bad is the TV shows. And I don't own
1: that many TV shows on Blu-ray, but when I really look at it, like there's a handful of them that I own
0: that I've never watched the Blu-rays yeah. of
1: that I just buy them because I really need to have them, Yeah.
0: but I no, don't bad. really need to have them. And it was really just to prove my wife wrong. I'm like, I watch yeah. these more than once. <laughs> well, my justifications are always silly, right? So I keep looking at I'll like- show you.
1: <laughs> I keep looking at like the, the Avatar The Last Airbender Blu-ray, which I have all the DVDs, mm-hmm. but I'm like, dude, for 30 bucks, I can get all of them in one beautiful Blu-ray. And then that way, you know, like- when I eventually have kids and then they need to watch that show, they'll get to watch it in full, beautiful Blu-ray. Do they need to watch it? <laughs> no. Oh, so... Wait.
0: Yes, they do. But so. do they need to see it
1: in Blu-ray? Well,
0: I'll, I'll I'll give you an argument for you. I was reading the review of that on Blu-ray.com, and they say it's definitely worth the upgrade.
1: Oh, my God. I bet it is. Because the DVDs don't look great. Yeah. And that show's gorgeous.
0: No. Yeah. There's I mean,
1: a... Legend of Korra looks amazing on Blu-ray.
3: Um. Yeah, I don't have the same issue with like like stuff that's still in its wrapping. Um, but oh, stuff- I unwrap it. I'm not a, uh, a
1: heathen. <laughs> oh my god. Or
3: uh, unopened. But the stuff that I get from like work and whatnot, like there's a bunch of them I still need to go through. Like I still haven't seen the movie Spy yet, and I need to watch that. <laughs> Good one. So
0: um, yes. Yeah, so my wife now now her argument is so you've seen it twice, which <laughs> she's right. But hey, <laughs> hey, hey, that's I need one to watch- more than one. <laughs> Did I talk about Blood and Lace well, last week? here's what. The- no. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I What'd
0: watched it you? twice. So, for my Scream Factory crypt. Blood and Black Lace? Uh, Blood and Lace. So, there's, there's okay. two movies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is what we've been watching.
3: So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching.
0: Oh. So, for my Scream Factory uh, crypt, I watched Blood and Lace. So, I thought I was in the seas because I watched Caged Fury. But then I realized that my kid moved my stuff out of alphabetical order the other day. Mm -hmm. And I go, oh, man. So I went back and I watched Blood Lace, which was still in its wrapper.
2: How come you're not teaching your kid the alphabet?
0: uh, How come you're not teaching your kid to unwrap things? He knows the alphabet. and he does I watched him
1: spell things this
2: week. It was adorable.
0: adorable DVD's back out of order I know, well, <laughs> I know. Well, he,
2: I was, Wait I, He doesn't know How to put them in order He yeah. just knows What the I mean, letters are I did put my hand up and Like why you little no, um, <laughs> If it was my collection
0: it makes sense But he does Alphabetical order on his So yeah.
2: uh, Did Kellen then go
0: Icarumba. <laughs> well My wife doesn't think it does I was like What are you talking about Robert Downey Jr. In alphabetical order Tom Cruise In alphabetical <laughs> order your, your,
1: Yours does not make any And progress. then after
0: Jason Statham and Emily Blunt In alphabetical order Then it goes in Normal alphabetical order <laughs> Um, anyways, <laughs> so, uh, I watched a movie called blood and lace, which is still wrapper. It was one of those scream factories. Remember when, um, tradesmart was going out of business and yep. they had like 75% off blu rays. Yeah. It was one that was always there and I didn't want to spend $22 on it cause I, I had a feeling it wasn't going to be good. Um, so anyways, I got it. So I had the tradesmart price tag on it. Um, and that, so that at least makes sense. That's a justifiable, like yeah, I yeah. bought this.
1: For super cheap and just never watched
0: it. So for Screen Factory Crypt, I had to watch it twice because there's commentary on it. So, uh, yeah, Laura, I watched it twice in two days. So, uh, Uh, yeah, yeah, that got worn out on my Blu-ray player. Um, Anyways, Blood and Lace is a film. I was going to say. So do I.
1: Of course I own that movie. So do I. Just just throw it it over here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. That's one of Tom Cruise's greatest films. If you're, We do not throw Aaron Sorkin in this house. You, you did not. For those of you th- home, no one
2: could see it because it's a fucking podcast. A few good men Blu ray across yeah, the room. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, That's anyway. not the truth. <laughs> he tossed it um,
3: as if though it was just garbage that he was like finished eating. We all have this already. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're
0: obsolete. <laughs> you're going to be an amazing parent. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, Blood and Lace is uh, a 1971, they call it a proto slasher. So it's a it's kind of a slasher film but right? it
3: doesn't like go all the way to yeah, the slasher film. Yeah. It's
0: it, okay, so it's weird. So in the film it opens actually opens kind of cool. It opens with this uh killer entering this house and he has a hammer and so the ah. hammer is always fixed on the camera so it's a tracking shot with the the hammer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh, this is kind of cool. I'm going to see someone get murdered with a hammer cuz the <laughs> the <laughs> the cover art for the movie is someone's it's to understand criminals yes that's why i'm watching this Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, the cover art is this hooded dude who looks like the unabomber like having a hammer and it's like shuck after shuck and there's blood flying off the hammer yeah and i'm like oh there's gonna be a lot of hammer murders <laughs> and so
3: oh my god sorry, that great. so that's so great
0: so the hammer goes into the bedroom and it starts killing these people and it's the worst like makeup effects I've ever seen so right away I'm taken out of the film because the blood looks not like ketchup but um, really red um, Kool-Aid I don't know how to describe it I love Kool-Aid yeah it's good Um, so anyways these people are does does the
1: the camera then pull back and reveal that in a the shadow type way this is a movie about a murdering hammer
2: that'd be awesome does he say it's hammer time before he kills that would be even better
1: the the hammer has a little mouth on the side
0: It's hammer
3: time.
0: So so we'll make a a, a fake trailer with a guy who kills people with a hammer, and And he just spins like, It's hammer time. You can see the little fishing wire that holds it up. Um, So, (laughs) anyways, these people are murdered, and it's this uh, young woman's mother and her gentleman lover. Uh, She's never known her. Okay, this is a key point, guys. She's never known her father. Remember this, that I told you this. I'm going to spoil this movie from. So
1: the hammer's her father.
0: (laughs) That'd be sweet. So for, I'm going to spoil this movie from 37 years ago, just okay. so you know. Okay. Um, she's
3: never met
1: her father.
0: Never met her father. Remember, this is a point to keep... So she meets this detective. So this woman in this film is maybe 20 in real life, and she's playing a 16, 17-year-old uh, girl. I mean, she looks okay. young.
1: So her father is somewhere between the ages of, like, 38 and
0: 48. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, this detective is, like, 50. Okay, and all he's, right. He's he's yeah. being really nice where he's like, I'm sorry that your mom got murdered. And some people bloom uh, late. Like, there, 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 yeah. They're there. They're there. <laughs> I'm sorry your mom got murdered. I'm going to take you to this orphanage. And then in this orphanage, there's also like a killer handyman. And these kids who keep on running away, they kill them. But they want to... This really has nothing to do with the rest of the plot. It's really weird. So they kill him and they keep them in the a... The kids kill the handyman. You no, know, the handyman <laughs> kills the kids for, when they run away. Oh, the okay. handyman can. And so each kid that's in <laughs> this orphanage, the... That was good. The lady who runs it gets 150 bucks from the state. So all the pe- yeah, all the <laughs> wait, why is the state? Kill- <laughs> it's the <a> seventies dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seventies <laughs> dollars.
1: <laughs> so, it's like I fucking love killing these kids.
0: James, <laughs> the government just keeps paying me. James, it's, you're it- trying to make sense of a shitty movie from 1970. Okay, <laughs> it's like because it's the- it's
3: like when you adopt children, and I guess you get like a supplement from the government, yeah, but yeah. it's somehow for
0: murder. No, no, wait, wait, then. they don't know they're murdered. So here, oh, okay, oh. so the kids are murdered. The lady who runs it has the handyman put them in the freezer, which is just a room that has a blue light in it. (laughs) (laughs) uh, They didn't have very much money, I guess. Hey, hey, blue's a cold color, man. (laughs) It is. So whenever the county inspector guy shows up, they put the corpses back in, like, beds. Like, oh, there's Johnny. He's (laughs) in the infirmary. So they can still get the 150 bucks. <laughs> and in the meantime, this woman, uh, this young lady who's, remember, she's 16, 17. And doesn't know her father. Doesn't know her father. Thank you. Oh, Is man. trying to solve who murdered her mom and her gentleman lover. Mm-hmm. It turns out the gentleman lover maybe didn't die, but he got burnt up, like Freddy Krueger style. Okay. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, okay. So he's still alive, but he's like, oh, yeah, exactly. you don't know your uh, father. Uh, yeah, no.
0: exactly. That's good. Um and so then they cut to a scene where this detective is at a bar and he's talking about how he loves this 16 year old girl and he thinks he's the most beautiful thing in the world. I'm like, what in the fuck? It really gross. It was the <laughs> 70s, Ryan. No, It doesn't matter. It's still wrong. So at the end of the film, Freddy Krueger guy shows up with a hammer and he fights the handyman who has a your knife! It's tool time! Sorry, that was a <laughs> bad one. <laughs> when does the lace show up? <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, Hammer Guy kills um, Meat Cleaver Guy who's a handyman. Okay. Because uh, the handyman
1: guy is her dad and no, Meat no, Cleaver No, 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 the handyman's not her dad. Oh, yeah, the handyman
0: uh, guy is the guy who kills the kids and no, puts I them know. in the freezer. No, I know.
1: But I'm wondering why her stepdad, or why her future stepdad burn <laughs> victim is killing the handyman with so, the cleaver.
0: So... The, the so the, remember the burn guys the gentleman lover
1: right yeah her so, future stepdad so
0: yeah so she he kills wait, wait
1: is it the girl's gentleman the, lover or the girl's mom's, mom's gentleman lover? Lover. okay so
0: it's her future stepdad okay okay got gotcha. you okay yeah yeah so anyways, she kills the handyman and then the the girl runs out to the orphanage and she tells everybody she says run away run away the killer's coming and they all look at her go we're not running away we get three meals and a cot Something like that Three hots of the
2: cock Yeah And so <laughs> We got it made here what Yeah we talking? got it
0: made Even though they kill us I mean we got it made
2: Small price to pay Exactly
0: Hard so, knock life Not really So she runs away uh, Freddy Krueger is chasing her um, We'll call okay. him We'll call him Frank Krueger Because it's really not Freddy So Frank Krueger is chasing her <laughs> And she hides behind this bush Where <laughs> the first really Where the first kid was murdered By the handyman His rotting corpse is there So she screams Frank Krueger shows up takes off the mask, and he's like, no, 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 I'm the detective. Wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. So the, f- the burn victim is not real. Yes. The, bur- the, 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 the future father-in-law, the future stepdad died <laughs> in did. a fire. He did. And then he dressed up in a burned whoa, whoa, up whoa, whoa, mask. Wait,
0: wait, no, the detective did. The detective dresses yes. up in a burned up shitty wait, wait. Mission Impossible mask of the dead future yes, stepdad. To scare her. This <laughs> is why. Because guess who really murdered them? The uh, daughter. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, the, the main character? Yeah, so the main character murdered her mom and her gentleman lover. I'm like, oh, that's oh. kind of a cool twist in the shitty movie. And then the detective says, you know, I don't have to tell anybody if you marry me. And then... The, wait. What, yeah, yeah, wait. So who's her dad? Wait. So her, she says, well, my mom always said that uh, older men make great husbands the last line of the movie is the detective says, well, you know, about 18 years ago, I made love to your mother. And she said I was the first one who made love to her. Yeah. So her dad just asked her to marry him. Uh Yeah. That's the end of the movie. And that's the story she of how I met your father. <laughs> and the movie is garbage. So don't, don't when, watch Blood and Lace. When does the lace show up? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, so I don't watch that movie. Uh, I also watch uh, Predator uh, and Predator Two in 4K. Um, Predator looks amazing. That's a great uh, movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they uh, a, a big complaint about Predator in the Blu-ray is they really cleaned it up digitally. Oh, this time they did it. They just scanned it from the negative to 4K, oh, cool. oh, so okay. it looks really great. Great, um, but the, Predator. I've
1: never actually watched my Blu-ray
0: of Predator,
2: but the Blu-ray in the set is still that. It's still television. that one. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So the Predator Two looks great too, because the effects actually got better. So yeah. like the uh invisible predator looks pretty good yeah that movie looks um, cool and yeah i mean predator two is really weird yeah it's a boring the, movie. the jamaican drug lords and the yeah. Colombian drug lords yeah it's a there's
1: weird some... movie with Donald, donnie danny glover in it yeah. and then there's a predator
0: yeah and i mean the parts of the predator is awesome and it takes a long yes. time for the predator to show up
1: i like the part where it um it makes a stew in that one lady's sink yeah that part's cool
0: yeah, to fix Actifix's uh, chopped off arm.
1: It's basically Terminator. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah.
0: Um, so those movies are really cool. If uh, if you want to upgrade, the Predator alone is worth the upgrade. Yeah, I think you can I buy, buy Predator separately if you don't want the other two movies. Oh, okay, cool. That's um, really well. I mean, I
1: hmm, I don't know that I care about an upgrade on Predators because I own Predators already. Mm-hmm. And but it's you know, that's a I, fun movie. I, but... I, th-
0: I mean, I think I got it for it's like thirty four bucks. Whatever. I'm yeah.
2: bummed. Uh, Zavi's steelbook art was really cool.
0: Yeah, it sold it was. out. It oh. was really cool. Um. <laughs> And I didn't talk about it last week. Last thing I'll talk about, but um, I, I watched Teen Titans go to the movies. Ooh! And it, it was super funny. Cool. Um, if you don't know what Teen Titans is, it's a show on Cartoon Network. I've never seen an episode. Teen Titans yeah, Titan go. Yeah. yeah.
1: I didn't know it was getting a movie until it came out.
0: Yeah. Um, so I took my little boy because my my uh, son he likes to go to movies. Like, he loved Rampage. He loved Pacific Rim. So. I'm like, I'll take him to see, go see Teen Titans. Go to the movies, and you know
1: something appropriate for yeah. his age range. Yeah,
0: and he uh, he laughed, and the movie's really weird, and it's really dark at points. Huh? So there's a point where, uh, the Robin d- says, "Fuck you, Batman." <laughs> no. Uh, no, but I, I wish. Actually, I think worse. So, so the the kids in at the Teen Titans, Robin wants his own movie, but he can never get a movie because all the studios care about is Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. So he goes, you know what we need to do? We need to go back in time and make sure they're not heroes. And so they go, okay. So they get on their like trikes, and they go back. In, I don't know how they go back in time on their trikes. They just do.
1: Oh, they go around the planet. They're around the, yes. the Earth, so, and then they, but backwards.
0: So they first they go to Batman. Well, and they get they, the trikes to 88 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah first I go see Batman as little Bruce Wayne and uh, Tom and Martha Wayne as they're leaving the movie. And uh, they say, why are you going down Crime Alley? And they, they do this shot and it's all these like bad guys stabbing people. <laughs> when, 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 That's happy, pretty good. And they're like, when Happy Street's right next door and it cuts over and there's all these people singing and dancing. And so they so they go down that alley. Um, and then they... And then they, Robin disappears. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, no, they she, just keep on... Uh, so they do nice things to help them the first time. Well, when they go back it's there's they're still there. So then they go back a second time and kill them. So they like push uh Bruce Wayne, Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne down Crime Alley and they get shot. Then wow. They, then they go to Aquaman and he's like this cute little like baby so he's like I can swim. And they take a uh, those plastic six-pack things you get Cokes on and they throw it in the water and he <laughs> drowns. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it is wow. And it's so funny and I'm like, "Oh my god." They just basically <laughs> It's not like great, but it's really funny. Yeah. And uh Will Arnett plays Deathstroke, which he's just known as Slade in this, and they just keep on calling him Deadpool. <laughs> 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 and his his superpower is he distracts him. He goes, I mean, I wanted to you happen, but what's that over there? And they all look, and he like runs away. It's so stupid, but it's pretty brilliant and it and like the songs are really fun in it mm. um you should definitely go see teen titans go to the movies
3: cool if it's still out i want to see it this week um yeah because
0: especially if you're a fan of comic book movies it kind of make fun of them and uh it's great <laughs> and nick there? cage is superman so it's pretty funny too and nice then, yeah that's what i watched this week zach um not a
3: lot this week um i uh, uh at best buy i picked up the it's alive trilogy from scream factory because um, they they took ten bucks off of yeah. what it is online anywhere.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's sitting on my shelf. I got to get to the eyes first. Yeah, so so I
3: watched the first. It's alive, uh, which I had not seen in a while. Like the it's alive. Movies and a lot of Larry. Cohen yeah, well there. Yeah, I'll get to it. Um, but a lot of that, those, and a lot of Larry Cohen films, I kind of watched uh, in junior and senior year because you like find them in the library on mm-hmm. VHS or DVD. Um, so it's alive is the story of a couple who are about to have a child. They go to the hospital. Um, the woman starts having the child. Next thing you know, all the doctors in the delivery room are dead, and the baby has escaped through the top vent. Um, uh, it, because alive. It, it's because, alive. <laughs> because it's alive
1: because it's a v lizard. It, it, mm,
3: it's a mutant baby, and and uh, so the the movie balances in a strange way, in a, str- a very effective but strange way, of being a mutant baby killer rampage movie and a domestic drama about coping with the loss of a child because they don't know how to handle the fact that their baby slaughtered an entire uh, operating room full of doctors and that the rest of the world thinks that their baby is evil and needs to be killed. And it all culminates in a fun little interesting chase down a sewer because we can't show too much of the mutant baby because it's a low-budget mutant baby designed by early Rick Baker um uh before he got you know budgets Good. to do great things um yeah because it's it, rick baker did the makeup for it um but back before he was big um the movie not bad it's just that it's
0: it's loony it's, yeah.
3: it, it, it's loony and it's also low budget so it's like there's not a, like there's kind of like a pass that you give there and it was made in 1973 1974 and it ended up Becoming big through a re-release by Warner Brothers, because when it was first released, it did nothing. Um, But it's interesting in terms of like how dated and yet not dated the film is, because like some of the things they're asking in the film in terms of the parental questions are still are are still questions that are around today. It's just that the arguments and the solutions have been evolved over time, Um, because like the the allegory that they like that is right out there is like, Oh, it's the same as having a mentally challenged child and whatnot. Like, do you,
1: do you protect it?
3: No, that's what they're pushing though. I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you that that's what I think. I'm telling you what the movie that's on my shelf says. Oh, good. Um, that's, but like, again, like it's, it's, it's a, it's like one of many different things they're trying to put, like Larry Cohen's a really talented writer and filmmaker and he kind of makes low-budget message movies. They're really weird. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, it's pretty fun. Like, pr- fun watching it. Like the the best part of the film easily is the final moment when they've they've killed the mutant baby. The evil e- evil's been vanquished or whatever. Um, even though there's a conflict because the parents were starting to grow attached to it and trying to like like say like no we can raise it and it won't be a killer mutant baby after all
1: because it's Uh, possible to love a disabled child. exactly yeah that
3: yeah yeah exactly so like but powerful message but the the detectives think it's evil so but anyway so they get in the car uh and then uh the detective who is on the case gets a call from seattle and they say like that was seattle another one's been born there and then they just cut to the outside of the car and they drive off so i'm like so do they what? Get a bunch of shotguns and go off and try to, right. Try right. to hug the
1: other babies <laughs> let's not go to seattle That's this is
3: I mean. it's, it's so it's such a weird like push off, but like the movie's still entertaining enough as a horror film. it's not like the, the best scene in the movie is probably when the killer mutant baby attacks a guy right. driving a milk truck. Um, It's pretty fun. But I have to go through the other two again. I haven't watched... I, Island of the Alive is the one I remember not really loving it's for weird. the story so much as just watching the puppets. Yeah, it's weird. Like um, That's all I can
0: say about all the It's Alive movies is they're weird. The 18-minute
3: the, the, the featurette they have on it is fun to listen to just because Larry Cohen's He's an interesting fella. He knows what he makes. Like, he's not. Oh, yeah. He has no disillusionment. I
0: actually really like it. He made uh, Q, The Winged Serpent, which is yeah, pretty he, fun. Yeah.
3: Um, and he made um, uh, Original Gangs. Or, uh, what was it? Um, original Gangs uh, is pa- Pam Grier movie from 1994. But he also wrote Phone
0: Booth with. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, shit. I like that movie. <laughs> yeah. He for uh, Sutherland and Colin Farrell. So, he, I mean, he, he's talented. He just, he wants to make what he wants to make. Yeah, exactly. And like he, hats he, off. he knows care. his
3: wheelhouse really yeah, well. Why not? Um, they're doing a doc, they're showing a documentary about him at Elmo um, film club next week that I really want nice. to go to. Um, so that, there was that. Um, I started watching the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale. Um, yeah. uh,
0: what version? Uh, Penis McHale with Penis McHale.
3: Or there was Joe only McHale. one episode of that, unfortunately, but it was a great <laughs> episode. <laughs> um, no, um, it's great. It it's fun watching Joe McHale do that thing again that he liked to do. Pizza um, Ghost. Pizza <laughs> Ghost is great. I, I would I submit to you that Paul Feig playing himself is one of the greatest things <laughs> oh, I've yeah. ever seen. Paul Feig is amazing. I love that he canceled the Community movie. <laughs> um uh and then uh i mean eric eric banna's bandana, bandanas like I, that's a hard thing to say like fast. eric banna's bandanas <laughs> eric banna's bandanas um that's great um joe manganello being a weatherman and then also yep. having a crime watch show is pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> um but, uh, the hands down though the best segment i saw was actually the one i watched today which is just michael and they cut oh, yeah. to a they cut to a trading Michael. space. Michael this this segment brought to you by the movie Michael in theaters December 26 1996 <laughs> <laughs> Michael <laughs> um you're going oh yeah you're going to love Michael <laughs> um so yeah that shows great um that the all the different appearances are fun um uh, but the Bill Nye one was fun as shit so yeah. that was great yeah um i um uh, Trying to remember, sorry. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I watched my In the Mouth of Madness uh, Scream Factory Blu ray. Uh, movie's still fun. Uh, I recommend James watch it specifically. Like, all y'all who listen I to own the it show. Now.
0: Yeah, all y'all who listen to the show, by all means, go watch it. But James needs to watch it specifically. I remember that there's a scene in there that used to freak my friend Brandon out where uh, the woman walks up to the children and she says, Hey, who takes care of you kids? And the little kid goes, You do. You're our mommy, and it is Mommy's Day. <laughs> and they have, like, Piranha teeth and yeah. all fucked up. It's pretty awesome. Yeah,
3: Char- 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 Charlton Heston's little He's good. cameo. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an interesting like. He did some interesting stuff in the mid to late nineties and early two thousands before he passed away. The weirdest of which being the Planet of the Apes remake. <laughs> um, um, I um, I rewatched Inside Man on Netflix. Um, which is uh, a good movie. The the yeah. the the one Spike Lee movie Ryan likes. <laughs> that is true. Um, I, I hadn't watched it in a while. I really liked watching it this time around because I was watching it more as a Spike Lee movie and less as a just any good kind movie, of movie. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, like, like that movies that movie's got his style. It's clear that he's directing it. Like, cause I I thought Why for some reason Spike Lee style. Um, he has like he uses a lot of wide long shots. Um, he has a lot of people talking to the camera. He uses a slick jazz score. I don't there's know that, if Terrence Black. There's that
1: true. one scene in Inside Man where they explain that white people hate black people, mm, um, and, most, and most and most other races. There's that that scene. Is maybe are you are you
3: talking about his content palette or his visual palette? <laughs> Let's see. Um, but no, um, fun film. Um, I forgot William Dafoe was in it too. Yeah. Um And he's pretty, I like that movie. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't. William Dafoe doesn't have a lot to do in it, but you know, because it's more watching Denzel and Clive Owen do their thing.
0: I'm always down to watch Denzel Washington.
3: Yeah. And Christopher Plummer's great in it. He's great in most things. Um, so, um, and then the last thing I saw this week was um, I actually did not see The Meg this week. Instead, I saw
0: Black Klansman. Oh, cool. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, Zach, that works a lot better when you go around and say, should you watch The Meg? Then you say... Uh, yeah, actually, I watched the Black Klansman. Take but, it from a pro. So, oh, see, cause, oh, so see,
3: the last time I did that with Hurricane Heist and The Greatest Showman, you guys told me that you didn't want to discuss The Greatest Showman, so I thought I'd just put Gl- uh-huh. Black Clansman in here.
1: I forgot. Uh, Spike Lee's style is actually uh, Park Chan Wook's style. That's that's what oh, the style is gotcha. like. Yeah. you're you're an
3: a hole. <laughs> well, I forgot Klansman he good. made them. movie. Um, so yeah, um, so if anybody didn't know what this movie is about, um, it's about a. It's a the first black detective Colorado in the Colorado, yeah, Colorado Springs yeah. Police Department. Which, by the way, I, I need to look at the production notes. Like, there's some stuff that may have been like second unit in Colorado, but it doesn't look all like, <laughs> like Colorado cliffhanger. Thing. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, Brooks watched Secretariat this week, yeah, just because it was on Netflix and she wanted something she didn't have to think about while she watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a good choice for that. That's a you know, uh, it's like set in Denver, mm-hmm. and every time they show you Denver, you're like. That's fucking so not Denver. Yeah, I know. Like, nothing it, about that. That's is... one of those
3: things that the film commission, like I wish it would just like, that's where you advocate for this shit, man. Yeah, like, it's like, get Colorado Springs.
1: I'm sure they'd work with you. Right. <laughs> like Literally, it looks like they took a house from California and dropped it in front of mountains <laughs> in Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is so wrong. Whereas
3: when you shoot the hateful eight and like, you shoot it in Colorado, but we're going to call it Wyoming. Um, right. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no. So it's the story about the first black detective in the Colorado Springs Police Department, Ron Stallworth, um, and how he managed to infiltrate the KKK um, using... Um, uh, one of his fellow detectives as the actual double and then uh, doing all other contact over the phone with uh, the Colorado Springs chapter of the clan David and also Duke. David Duke, played <laughs> by Topher Grace. Topher Grace, um, well, we'll start with the performances. Topher Grace is actually really fucking good in this movie. Like, it's it's disturbing how good he is. Mm. Um, He is, he's not, like, it's because he's playing it. Like, there was an interview that I read about, like, the way they approached David Duke was the way that he's always like like tried to approach himself which is like he's like trying to be this friendly face of the clan which is like so strange to read about Topher grace's performance is trying to do that and it works really well because he's like he's not like he, it's weird like he's being too diplomatic for what you would traditionally put a clansman on thing so it's really weird so it's like a very terrifying performance like he scares the crap out of me when he's like doing half the things he's doing in this film um uh, John David Washington, uh Denzel's son, is excellent in this film. Uh Adam Driver's really fucking good. Um uh, he I this is one of the first Adam Driver movies that I've seen where he kind of breaks out of uh, breaks out of a shell that I thought he was in. Like he he's really good, but like there's something about it. He's mixing comedy and like just straight up frustration and drama in here really well. Um uh and the movie is it's very entertaining. It's actually two hours and ten minutes, but it doesn't feel like that. It moves really quick. Um, the, uh, the the beginning of the film, like from beginning to end, it's, it's a fantastic piece. It feels like a, a Spike Lee movie from the late 80s, so it feels like a Do the Right Thing or a Malcolm X where he kind of pulls out all the stops visually, like he'll... He'll do a musical sequence at one point, and then the next moment, he'll be showing you a clip from a movie you, you probably forgot about. The mo- the, be- the beginning of the movie literally opens with a clip of Gone with the Wind um, to set the tone for what you're about to see, followed by a cameo that you're not expecting for this movie at all.
1: I don't understand how Gone with the Wind would, in any way, have racial ties to this film.
3: Hmm. It's almost like you need to watch it. Well, you know what, James, <gasps> frankly, I don't give a damn. <laughs> Um, I and, brought that
0: back around from the beginning of the podcast. Thank you.
3: Um, but yeah, and then um, there's not really a spoiler to the end of the film, but like I'd rather not tell you what so happens. So here it goes. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'd just rather not tell you what happens because I think like it's best to walk into that blank. Are yeah. you going to watch CNN
0: and Spike Lee ruins it for you. He was on there the other day. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch what he has to say. Oh. I, I mean, it makes well, sense. I'm not going to spoil it on here, but right, right. I mean, it makes sense why he did it.
3: Yeah, no, it's. It, but it's. Uh, it's he not, shoots David Duke. That David Duke. That that said, would be right? No, I would spoil it should that. Super oh, be <laughs> the Inglorious oh Bastards God. version no, of the of he, the story. He, he doesn't do that, but there is a great scene where John David Washington pulls one last prank on uh, David Duke that's really fucking funny. Um, but no, like it's not even like that. The ending's a spoiler. It's just the way he visually does it is pretty fucking beautiful. Um, And scary and terrifying and God, this world sucks. Um, But yeah, so I I think you should go watch it. I think it's pretty fucking amazing that Spike Lee's come back from doing a lot of very, very independent stuff recently and made a film that's very, very accessible. Like it it doesn't like I don't there's a lot of empathy in that film that you're not expecting. Mm. Um, And there's a lot of like heart to it. Um, in the midst of it also being a traditional Spike Lee movie, um, which I do enjoy. Like, it actually made me want to watch Malcolm X again because I just think that's a really solidly made epic film. Um, but yeah,
2: so anyway, that's all I watched this week. Cool. Nice. Brad? Um, so this week at the drive-in, I'm just
0: kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, we didn't Ooh. do it. womp. womp.
2: Man. uh so uh, i i think i've watched 98 percent of 15 seasons of hell's kitchen now nice wow <laughs> <Kinda>. <laughs> uh most of it's just it's
3: like you know, it, did that kitchen ever go to hell yet god yeah, damn i, know, it. I know. just
0: stop just stop well they can't make a fucking risotto <laughs> my my uh, favorite thing is because i love that it's un- you're watching it on prime that's the only way i'm watching uh, it because it's unedited yeah <laughs> it's so funny. all the filthy you, stuff's you, still in you, you. fuck off <laughs> you're a dick
2: face not a dick face chef you're a dick face uh <laughs>
0: What is it? An idiot sandwich? <laughs> I miss it. Yeah.
2: I I haven't seen that. That's not in the... No? That's a different show, right?
0: I don't know. I think It's Hell's Kitchen.
2: I must have missed it. Anyway, um, I'm usually just working while oh, know, yeah, it's in the background because... Yeah the later seasons a lot of it's the same and i like the first couple seasons i enjoyed a lot because they really felt like i was learning something from chef ramsey well yeah
0: because yeah. also too i don't know when they stopped doing it but remember in the first few seasons they each got a side of the restaurant they each designed their own menu and yeah they, and they, they could design the oh, restaurant right, I forget yeah, yeah. 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 yeah now they just
2: like get an opportunity to be a chef at some already built restaurant yeah. but like the the current seasons uh now like they're so gimmicky it's like you know, it used to be about like make this really awesome dish, but now it's like make this really awesome dish or your friends get dunked in this dunk tank with yeah. a bunch of shit in it. And it's like eh, That's not as like about the craft as I, I used to like. Yeah. So that's kind of unfortunate. If and you it, uh <laughs> they need to up and, that empty. <laughs> and a lot of the problems are just like you like it's raw, it's cold. Uh yeah. you know. So <laughs>
1: at a certain point it's like I've heard you'll everything go wrong. Kill yeah, yeah.
2: And like it's it it seems like the current seasons are also more heavily edited because people aren't screwing up enough. Mm. So they're, oh. like, manufacturing more scripts than they really
0: are. You know, I always tell people, I, I don't know if you can find him. I have him on DVD. He has a show called The F Word in um, yeah. Britain. Yeah, and it's really him just going around teaching people how to cook. And he's really, uh, he's really toned down in it. Um, they, used,
1: they used to show it on BBC America yeah. a lot. Yeah, and so um, it's people going
0: to his, like, really, his F-word restaurant. There's got to be a way to get it of it. Yeah, and it's it's more of that, where he has, like, these young people come in, and they, he shows them, you know, the right way to cook stuff.
2: Yeah, I'm and sure it, it's more of that. Like, it'd be nice to have a season where they only get, like, great chefs, and they have to, like, compete to be the best oh, yeah, one. that'd be cool, yeah. It'd be a nice change-up. Um, And also, like, after season two, like, the first season, they didn't do, like, the boys versus girls the whole time. So, yeah. like, that's, like, it's after 14 seasons of that, it's <laughs> yeah. just, like why is that hung around like it it doesn't seem to really matter in the in the end like eventually he'll uh change it up and like send someone from the other team over to like even yeah. things out after people get ejected and you know whatever. i think why
0: that show's still so popular too because even the eliminations at the end he does kind of like throw wrenches in it yeah i mean there's times when people go up you know nominate these two people and he'll pick someone who's just sitting down yeah and i think it or kicks them both out it's
2: and it's amazing, like also how dumb the contest like yeah. there's t- contestants who like in the middle of the show admit that they've been watching the past seasons, but they still don't like expect that they're going to bring back, uh you know, the runner up chefs to compete against <laughs> yeah. them in the final five or something. So it's just, you know, yeah, when you watch that much of it, you start to see like how produced the show really oh, is. Yeah. And it's, oh, just, yeah. it's kind of deflating.
1: Let me tell you about how positive and encouraging the Great British Bake Off is. Uh, <laughs> is sorry, on go Prime? ahead. No, it's on Netflix. You can get it. Oh. Watch it anytime. It's amazing. It'll just make you feel happy. When people get kicked off, everybody who's staying on the show cries because they're sad that... That's why I like
0: Chef Junior. It, yeah, cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he... So, yeah... He can't you can't yell at children. Well, <laughs> no, and he encourages them and he teaches them the right way to cook stuff. Yeah. And he never... And they they never pick, uh, like, the worst dish. So in Chef Junior, it's, okay, you three didn't do as good of a job, and then you two get eliminated. They never pick on someone for being the worst. Mm-hmm. And I think that really helps. And, I mean... I like uh, Master Chef a little more now because it is about the cooking, and I mean he's he's made me cry on that show when he talked about the blind lady making the perfect pie. I'm like, oh my god, this guy, this guy.
3: That sounds like a great like biopic. Yeah. The, the this blind lady. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, made a perfect pie. Pretty, she won Master Chef. She's pretty good.
2: Um. Then I. Uh i i i don't know how far i how much i missed but i saw christopher robin at the drive-in mm. um how, i'm guessing about 15 minutes to half an hour's worth um because they were well coming. then
1: how are you gonna know why Ian mcgregor's talking to those animals <laughs> <laughs> that would help did you come in late or did it end earlier
2: uh i just i just got there late oh later okay than i expected um like the sun set way faster than I thought it was going <laughs> oh, to. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right, right, sun's right, right. fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they start the movies when the, it gets dark. Right, so, I forgot. Yeah. 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 You know, I was still like on 225 and I was like, hmm. I think we start it's this dark movie. up here. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I feel like I missed half of the movie because it's the part where uh, Christopher Robin, like, gets off the train and they're in the Hundred Acre Wood. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah you miss, you like, act one. Yeah. 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 So. Because that all goes pretty quick. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a short film. I'm about so. to
2: say, like, I was mostly bored through the movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you didn't... And I
2: had no context for, like, what was going on. If
1: you didn't start crying two minutes in, like I did, yeah. I'm pretty sure you didn't then continue to cry for the next hour and a half, like I did. Um, you also have to not yeah, be a robot, you, but... <laughs> you, you, like, I get it's, you like, do cook, need a lot of
2: Christopher Robin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah except but, the
1: problem is... You're right, but you did kind of need that setup to understand. Like, when you see the montage early on... Um, where Christopher Robin sort of loses himself, and you understand why like I think part of why that movie works so well for me is that it it makes you un it 's not just like oh, he got old, and adults aren 't imaginative or fun anymore it's like no it's man, not he's that a, it's he's like a veteran he got old at a rough time to grow up mm-hmm. and like watching him go like. Learn what the world really is is the part where makes the watch it, it part makes hooks more sense. you. Yeah. yeah, like it hooks you really well. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that happen later on in the movie are callbacks to the opening sequence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you miss the beginning of that movie, you I, I think you certainly miss, miss a lot of the emotional core. And that movie is basically nothing more than like a giant, blubbery emotion baseball bat that it hits you with over and over and over again. Like, like I mean <laughs> I want that on the poster. Pooh's Po's ability to basically just say things that make your heart hurt a lot uh is ridiculous. Um Or it makes your heart sore. It hurts it, but then it makes it sore. <sighs> yeah, most of the time he just makes things that make you very sad. Um and it's amazing. But happy so, sad. So yeah, I would say like it's something you should definitely if you get a chance to watch it again, like rent it or something like that. Um mm-hmm. or if you get a chance to see it, like when it's still at the drive in, like yeah. watch it again and yeah. you will my hope would be that you would, it's you the middle would get movie that this hook this week so oh, okay yeah I there would, you go I would probably not miss it this time yeah um, um
2: but yeah like without the beginning i was just like okay so chris Robin's a workaholic dad and he's yeah. ignoring his family and that's it like yeah <laughs> Without and Credits. especially, the,
1: I think there's some really good poo and and and,
3: and all, the all of the them the at the beginning.
2: Woods, their house burned down or broke it or whatever because of <laughs> no? huff, huffle lumps or whatever. <laughs>
3: what movie did yes. you see? Yes, It didn't
2: burn down. No, no, he's
1: right. No, no. What he didn't say burn. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're 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 you are correct. I I think that we would all agree that the first ten <laughs> minutes of that 10, 15 minutes of that movie are very critical to what that movie is about. Yeah. So <laughs> the yeah.
3: houses in the Hundred Acre Wood burned down. So it fell o- well, it, yeah. It fell over. Call in Dwayne Johnson. It was pissed. It fell over because
1: it fell over because of the wind. But they think it's a heffalump, And then the whole point mm-hmm. is that like, dude, dude, dude went off and became a heffalump, man.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, You become the I very mean, thing you swore to destroy. God, I cried the whole Came time. Peter Banning. I mean, I
2: cried for an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, yep. and the last thing I saw. And I'm shaking my head. <gasps> seemed really cool. It seemed like a cool. The trailer that they were playing at the midnights at the Esquire was oh. for this neon. Oh no, neon no,
1: bread, 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 We're reviewing the Meg at the end of the episode. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um, so it's a movie called Liquid Sky. Okay. Um, where do I begin with this? Uh, it's from the '80s, mm-hmm. early '80s. Um,
1: is there and, neons in it?
2: There is a lot of neon. There's a okay. uh, so This looks awesome. The plot is that aliens come to Earth mm-hmm. um in mm-hmm. search of um Oh my god. I'm my brain's dead. No not neon, mm-hmm. um demon. Drugs. <laughs> Oh, great. cocaine! So they're looking for cocaine. It's the eighties, right? <laughs> we uh, have no, that no, no, in Very the sp- 80s. More specifically, they're looking for the high that comes from drugs, mm. and they don't get drugs. So uh, the scientists in the movie say that the same high you get from drugs is the same from an orgasm. No, like, so, fuck. oh, <laughs> so <laughs> the aliens go on a
3: fuck fest.
2: <laughs> the aliens try to, and so when they fuck people, it also makes people disappear. <laughs> When they orgasm, so they just blink out of existence. So there's like, and I feel really dumb because. Do all the aliens look like David Bowie? So there's this character that you're looking at. I felt so dumb because that (laughs) actor plays two characters in the movie, and the whole time I watch him, like they seem really familiar. (laughs) Uh, So she's playing like an androgynous character and then this female like a model. Oh, okay. Um, And then like later on in the movie, I'm like, uh, like look at the credits like, Oh, those were the same person. Um, Anyway, the, the dialogue is like, I don't know if it's intentionally bad on purpose. Like everyone's just kind of like reciting stuff. And it's a, the whole, it's like this New York art scene where everyone's just being weird and doing like poetry slams and, uh, you know, getting high. I and forgot that's a thing. Just doing photo shoots on the balcony, like, next to the Empire State Building. Hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, it'll cut to weird reverse negative footage with, like, weird color, crazy colors, like the Predators looking at everything.
1: Does she ever wear this costume where she's got the Z from Zoo Books on her chest? That is not from the movie. Ah, oh, shit. This looks really cool, though. This is not from the movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm really excited about it. It looks like it's from the movie. I think
4: it's that. That's definitely
1: from the movie. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. There's a lot of predator vision in the movie. All right, so all the all the stuff that Google brings up that looks cool, you're saying, is not from the movie. Yeah, all right. That's too bad.
2: Um. So anyway, uh, and I I think liquid sky is like another term for uh heroin or mm-hmm. cocaine. Don't know. Anyway, but, <laughs> but we'll take your word for it. Yeah. So you're
3: gonna add that to the book of drug references, right? Yeah, I know. I gotta. It feels super bad.
2: long, and the acting's horrendous. Maybe in, on purpose, I don't know. Um, the employees seem really jazzed about it, like it's some cult classic.
0: It's hard to watch a movie when the acting's bad.
2: Yeah, um, and it's really filthy, too, like, dialogue-wise. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, people just go on... Like, there's a lot of violence against women in the movie. There's, like, a rape scene. Um, it sounds and, like uh, an art house niche movie. Yeah, Yeah, it's...
0: Hey, honey, have you had your asshole you out know, by a fat man in an overcoat?
3: Well, that's a different art house niche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's called silent bobism. <laughs> if you're talking about sweet lambs, then
2: you bet your sweet ass. <laughs> <laughs> you.
1: Well, the hair in the movie looks cool. So, are you saying you wouldn't you wouldn't recommend it?
2: Uh, not to like a cat. Like if it shows up on Prime. Probably skip it, but I mean,
1: <laughs> do you think it's a nominee for um for best popular movie best <laughs> popular film?
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, thank you.
2: <laughs> you have to make it popular though uh, by watching it. You um, beat me there, Zach. Only
3: you, only you can make Liquid Sky a winner. Uh um, man, call in your vote, yes or no, to American Idol. <laughs> uh,
2: so yeah, that was a bummer. I was really excited to like that was be really, like cool, like lost. Just imagine the cool like, ladies thing. I just yeah. imagine you mm-hmm. just so excited, like you're like you just,
3: yee, liquid skin. Like I like weird, but
2: this was just like way too just like a, yeah. it just felt like a huge waste. They out weirded you. Um, yeah. mm. You know, like it, yeah, like it just felt like a bunch of like people on the art in the New York art scene just got together and made some fever dream while they were high. Um, anyway. I mean, I ask
3: Henry if he had anything to do with it.
2: He might've watched it. I don't know. I bet he's seen it. Yeah. yeah I'll have to check letterbox, but that's why I watched this week.
1: Cool. James. Uh, yeah. So, uh, very quickly, I will go through the last two weeks of, I saw mission impossible fallout and it's one of the most incredible things I've ever seen in the theater. Um, I just, as far as it being so impressive and is something that everybody has to see. I love that.
0: They used his running ability to be an action <sighs> set piece in a movie. Mm hmm. <sighs> I feel like Ugh. people are like listening to the show and be
2: like, "Yeah, Tom Cruise does run I really do fast." Too. And so yeah, let's oh, like, no, let's write the movie I've around been that.
0: About Alf. Oh you know, yeah, which season two is pretty great, by the way. Oh, it gets better. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it just just absolutely incredible. Loved so much of it. Um, it. It makes it very hard for me to have conversations about what my favorite Mission Impossible movie is. Uh, it, I it, think it's, re- I think it's the best one. I think there's a real good chance it is. I, I there's. There is such great character development in this mm-hmm. one for a silly action movie, um, and then like those action set pieces are so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, man, really cool villain. I oh, yeah. made me really appreciate the fact that Christopher McQuarrie came back because now I realize like, oh, he made he had a a double feature. I have to like, share you the interview. His whole with him. thing it's, is one big awesome. story. Yeah, and the whole thing. I, I've definitely read some stuff where he was talking about like. What it was like to try and film the film, film the movie so that it feels like a different director, even though he's continuing the story he started. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I'm excited for somebody else to come on, you know, but at the same point, like, holy shit, like, man. Tommy Weissau. So.
2: Yeah. Were you, did you, like, immediately question what was going on when uh, Henry Cavill shows up in the nightclub scene after they've gone past the checkpoint? Having not had any problems,
1: I mean, I knew pretty early that Henry Cavill was a bad guy. Spoilers,
2: right. but they, but then they go through a lot of, uh, they go through a lot of trouble to make him seem like that's possibly a red herring. Yeah,
1: it was. It, if if I have a problem with the movie, it is that part of it where I feel like they, they don't do a, they don't do a great job of really making you like honestly i would have rather they had revealed it earlier so that then there's that (laughs) there's that that tension where we know and he doesn't but that's so unusual for a for a mission impossible movie because they're so often from ethan hunt's point of view Mm -hmm. like we know what he knows um but yeah if if you want me to nitpick the thing that i had a problem with you just hit it on the head Mm -hmm. like i would have loved to seen where they revealed that and they do kind of because they have that scene where she, you know he goes to her and, and gives her this stuff. I wish they had just gone the extra the extra mile to make it clear, like, yeah, dog is a bad guy, um, because then the, the tension during that scene when you know that all falls down would have been so cool. That's what he should have
3: done with his mustache. He should have twiddled it right after that scene with her. Yes, actually. Oh well, my I god. One
1: hundred percent agree with you that oh. if if he had like they they left. And then he like he, he fa- no 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 his face just relaxes as if he's been like he's been constipated this whole time and he just took a poo like his whole face relaxes and in a comicky kind of, uh, uh, cartoony kind of way his mustache like un like pops up into a twirl as if like this whole time he's been concentrating <laughs> on her on holding his mustache down with his mind and then finally everyone leaves the room and it just bloop. And turns into an evil mustache. That would have been great. Oh my
3: god! Um, you know what? We've done yes. enough reshoots on this, but what the heck? Not let's get a little bit more. And come on, director's yeah. cut. Follow I have the a Blu-ray. I, I
1: hear that it's really easy to just CG the bottom half of his face, <laughs> so we can make this happen. Um, so I also saw Christopher Robin, which I already sort of talked about. I adored that movie. I cried for the entire I'm crying the movie, the entire length of the movie. Um, I think there's so many, like. I went into it being like, oh, this is going to be like a fun family movie, and like, but it's going to pull my heartstrings. And then, like, immediately when Pooh starts talking and just like everything that comes out of his mouth is like this just beautiful statement for the way you should live your life. And every time that he's sad, every time that he wants a red balloon, you're just like heartbroken. Uh, Uh, It's uh, fantastic. Um, So, yeah, you
3: shouldn't steal a balloon from a grown man. (laughs) My goodness. Did I miss him like
2: eating CGI honey in the beginning?
1: Oh, yeah, he
3: eats honey at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, he's eating it in the 100 Acre Wood when he was a kid, and then when he. Yeah. Yeah, he feeds him regular honey at the dinner table, and then he gets his foot stuck on it.
1: If you came in and they were audited at the train, then, yeah, there was a bunch of honey sequences early on. (laughs) Um, Or a couple. Having (laughs) that
2: I was just sitting through, like, wow, they really didn't. Like, that's kind of a staple. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Does that make it into the movie? It's like when when you first see Pooh.
1: When you first see Pooh, he's eating honey, and then when he first comes into the real world, like, that, that. you know, 10 minutes later, he's eating honey and slipping in honey and getting covered in honey. Mm. Um, so they've like, they've beat it to death by the time you came into the movie that they were like, okay, no more honey.
2: Does he get, like how do they wash out of his fur?
1: Off screen. Lazy. Just, uh, uh, lazy. Wi- <laughs> with a wipe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, see. Star wipe. It's not even a regular wipe. It's a star wipe. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I was I was really into it, um, and even for somebody like me who like, I know Winnie the Pooh, but like there there are things that they reference where I'm like, okay, you're referencing something that I just don't remember. Oh, there I are red poo and there, are, e- in, there yeah. are Easter eggs
3: laden all over the Hundred yeah, Acre I'm Wood sure. in this movie. Um,
1: it's and great. then when when the third act started, and I went, oh, this is how we save Christopher Robin. Like this is the other character that's going to get involved. Then I was just demolished from then on too. I'm like, Oh God, like I really, yeah. Um, it was a, it was a Lincoln kind of thing where like I cried <laughs> I started crying at the beginning and then was so emotionally raw that I cried constantly.
3: Okay. So James's birthday double feature of the Alamo would be Christopher Robin followed by Lincoln.
1: <laughs> yeah. And little things like, like when he, you know, Christopher Robin asked him like, how did you get here? And he's like, I tend to just show up where I'm needed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, Oh God, like everything that he says, is so good, and the whole sequence, the whole sequence where did you, know, you let me go? He's a highfalump, and yeah, did you let me go? Oh man, all of it so mm. good. Uh so anyway, moving on. Um, I got a chance to watch Big Eyes this week, uh, which is the Tim Burton movie mm. uh, with think? Amy Adams. Um, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's interesting, like the roller coaster they take you on. Where, um, I mean, spoilers for a movie that's four years old now, but like you have this character who early on, I was actually like, I, I watched it with Brooks and she very quickly was like, I fucking hate this guy. And I was like, well, okay, hold on. Uh, it's Christoph like, Waltz. There's yeah. a, well, no, it was like, there's a, you can kind of understand like how he fell into this trap. And then as it rolls forward, you're yeah. like, oh, like hard, like he becomes a cartoon villain. Mm-hmm. He becomes a mustache twirling cartoon villain. But, but, um, but, uh,
3: but one that's somehow a little bit above an actual cartoon. Like it's, it's, it's a I little, know. it's a little. There's
1: literally a point at which he is like, uh, you know in court and he's running back and forth from being the lawyer to being interviewed and you're like this is the cartoon but there's moment.
3: a there are scenes prior to that i remember yes. where he's a just like a, he's just a straight up another oh. dick oh absolutely like, no I, not I, absolutely. even cartoonish
1: uh, but there is this like level of you know um surrealism to it that uh that yeah. Anyway, I, I think it's really fun. I think the story is fantastic. I think Amy Adams is perhaps awesome. like
2: the surrealism
3: of the paintings. And well, yeah. And it's a and, subtle Tim Burton movie too. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I put it in that class of like a, a. It's not as good as Big Fish, but Wait a minute. Big it's fish, like a Big, big fish. Eyes, uh-huh. Fish Eye. I'm just saying, big big is the thing that makes him. <laughs> His
2: third
3: yep. in the trilogy. will be a remake of the big. Big, <laughs> the big, the big. The Big trilogy,
2: Big, Big yeah. Eyes, and Big Fish.
3: Yeah. Um, Penny Marshall didn't want to carry on the <laughs> Pee-wee's Big
1: Adventure. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, the movies that have big in them, the best of his movies. Big and it's, also, it's also a return. Well, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Now we're going There, <laughs> well. yeah, it's getting weird. Tim
3: uh, likes big things. Uh, uh, it's also a return to him with uh, Alexander and Karuzuki, who did Man on the Moon and Ed Wood. So mm. oh, cool. they wrote the script. Oh, and they yeah. were trying to make this their directorial debut, and it didn't work. And they brought it to Tim and said, "Tim, make it." And he said, "Okay." <laughs>
1: um, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I yeah. thought it was really great. I thought Amy Adams is fantastic in the movie, um, especially because similarly, like she's somewhat responsible for the predicament she finds herself in, but you also realize like that is a result of the culture in which she lived, and
3: you know all of that. So and also, just they, they like where job. she was at the beginning to where she
1: ends up at the yeah end, it's you know. it is a slippery slope that eventually gets you into you know this horrible place so mm-hmm. uh pickle juice pickle <laughs> <Big old> juice <laughs> helena bigum carter um big attacks uh i saw a disney movie that you can get on netflix from 2016 called queen of katwa um which is a great little movie that i keep seeing on my uh disney movie club like they keep sort of like popping it up in places Please i'm like oh. this movie <laughs> uh, yeah it's fantastic Um, I would compare it to like a cool runnings kind of a movie, um, but definitely a little more dramatic. Um, so it's, it tells the story, uh, it's set in, in Uganda. And it's, there's this young woman whose mother, uh, is a widow. And, um, so her whole family is very poor. And there's this guy in town who starts teaching all of these kids to play chess. Um, and of course you go through this whole thing where this girl, Becomes really good at chess, and it uplifts her out of her terrible situation, and she learns lessons along the way, and it's just, it's very charming. Um, It has uh, Lupita Nyong'o in it, who is um, fantastic, and she's wonderful in the movie, and then uh, David Oyelowo. Oyelowo. Yeah, I'm always really bad at his last name. He's awesome. Like, the two of them are just so good in the movie. I like David And the little girl is fantastic, like... It's it's a great little movie. It's pretty short, you know. It's a it's a, it is a Disney family movie in the way that you don't get see them very often, you know. And it's funny because it's it's too bad that like it seems to have just been a under the radar kind of thing. It came um, out.
3: It came out like either a year it, or two years ago, but it came out like in. It was dumped in September. Disney did very little to promote. it. Yeah,
1: that. and it's it's too bad because it's a great little movie. Yeah. So, um. I for the first time ever uh saw what lies beneath finally um what did week. lie beneath and uh that I'm not even going to like not even going to address it. Uh so um what lies <laughs> beneath is really great. And yeah, a little bit dated. There's a couple little things in it that when you go back you're like, "Okay, Robert, you were you were pushing the edge <sighs> trying to make <laughs> this look better." Shirt. Uh yeah, there's a few yeah. Um yeah, it's 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 not the stuff the stuff that's impressive is the stuff that's hard. Mm-hmm. The stuff that's not impressive is the stuff that didn't need to be hard. Yeah, like the pro- the problems are things like just shots of a car driving on a bridge yeah. that you CG'd together for some reason. Whereas, spoilers for a twenty-year-old movie, the part where there's a ghost lady is like actually looks great. Yeah. Um, partially because like you you made her intentionally kind of wobbly, so like yeah. the CG the the CG ages well because it's supposed to break. Yeah. You know. Um, Harrison Ford's great in that movie Harrison Ford's amazing uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's really great mm-hmm. like the whole story was wonderful um, like, it was just a cool like a cool ass movie yeah. there's unfortunately not a blu-ray of it um, weird yeah uh, so that's too bad uh, wasn't it like so now really I a DVD? when it came out Yeah. oh yeah it was huge yeah huh. yeah yeah I remember my parents going to see it and then coming back and being like this movie's great you can't see it um, did
3: they say it with that like demonic pinch at the end yeah, you they can't didn't. see because yeah.
1: I was like 13 or 12 or something like that and uh, um, um, a movie with a lot of sex and people having affairs and murdering their, their uh, other people and creepy ghosts and shit um, I would not have been okay with this movie when I was 12 <laughs> I would have had a hard time sleeping for a while you would have been like okay hey, cool was, I'm gonna
3: play with my legos yeah
1: I was a sensitive little guy Yeah,
2: mm. uh, Aww. Aw. 30 million opening 155 gross that's domestic. not bad
1: for 2001,
2: yeah. 2000, 2000. Yeah.
1: 2000. So yeah that's <laughs> yeah. pretty big. Um, and then the very last thing, uh, that I've watched recently, which is just cause I've been gone so long, um, is, uh, Hannah Gadsby has a, a special on Netflix called Nanette, um, that I cannot recommend more highly. who um, is that? She's a comedian, uh, or at least at the time she made this, she was, um, so it's a stand-up special. Uh, she is from Tasmania, um, and it starts. Uh,
2: really, nothing. What?
3: Right. Uh <laughs> Do you really yeah. thought I was going to make a Tasmanian devil joke? I did.
1: <laughs> you, you see, you know, not, what? Now, now is not the appropriate time. Here's the thing: you
3: can't predict what I'll do. <laughs> can't predict you the can't crazy. Predict the bad I'm a jokes. loose cannon in that respect.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, um, so. <laughs> It starts off as a relatively traditional feeling um uh stand up special, stand-up special. Yeah. um she's a it's important to know that she is a lesbian who grew up in Tasmania which is a pretty terrible place to grow up if you are of that persuasion um yeah. and she you know the first i would say half or so is really about like you know it's her telling different jokes and some of them are about like criticism she's gotten and all these different things that are really great the second half, I would say, is closer to a TED Talk, um, almost bordering on a rant, where she makes the argument for why she needs to stop doing comedy. Um, there are some incredibly powerful statements in, in this, and these beautiful arguments that, especially in light of, I don't know, all the other shit I've been griping about this week and how really offensive and terrible things are right now... Um, just rings very true uh, and cool. a lot of the state I, I think there's some things where I'm like okay man that one's harsh or, or pretty hard it but it at the same point ar- she she addresses that pretty clearly um, is, I, I think it is a very important thing for people to watch
3: is it trying to make an argument that comedy is becoming obsolete like that's no 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 that's where I heard and it, I'm like, no, no 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 no
1: it is it is that she needs to stop because it is comedy by itself inherently there's, there's two aspects that she talks about and it's brilliant. Um, one is about this whole thing of releasing tension that comedy, her job is to create and then release tension. Mm -hmm. Um, that is her job. It's also about the fact that inherent to comedy is that, you know, most of comedy is very self deprecating Mm -hmm. and that, um, unfortunately the fact that like her being self deprecating creates a culture that is very difficult. And also she no longer wants to release the tension Releasing the tension tends to be the problem, um, and and that is me grossly not doing uh, a service to how beautiful the argument is. I mean, if anything, um, it makes me want to watch this now. Yeah, just you to hear you her, hear you absolutely should. It. It's yeah. you know an hour and five minutes long, something like that. Um, like I said, there there are going to be things where you're gonna there are some things that are maybe a little hard to swallow at the time, but when you really take them in the context of what she's saying, I think are are really powerful. Um, there is a. a It's a masterful passage, a whole section about um, basically why Picasso shouldn't matter and we shouldn't talk about him that I think is pretty (laughs) incredible. Um, And holy shit, is that argument good? Um, So, yeah, I I, I really, anyone who has Netflix should be watching Nanette, uh, um, N-A-N-E-T-T-E. It's incredible and one of the coolest most impressive beautiful things i've watched this year
3: if it's anything as earnest as uh, dave chappelle's uh, recent special was where he did it in the the comedy club in la yeah but the bird I, revelation like, well this just, is... just in terms of like being earnest and like, oh i being agree sincere.
1: so i adore the bird revelation i will tell you that it has been in my top 10 list for a long time this is better than the bird revelation Mm. because this is a, this is actually even more like, this is more relevant at a higher level than that. That is, you know? Right. Um, not that that the bird revelation isn't brilliant and it is, but it's um, extremely specific. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's talking about a cancer in our culture, Mm -hmm. uh, on a way that is way more fascinating and, and, and cool. Um, so yeah, I, I I think people should check it out. It's awesome. That's everything I've watched.
0: Sorry, that was long. All right. uh this week on Real Nerds Podcast we saw The Meg. Ladon. Brad, should people see The Meg?
2: Um, how should I put this? Uh. This is backfiring. I think uh <laughs> next week at the Esquire they should watch I know what you did last summer <laughs> at the midnight. <laughs> <laughs> and then Monty Python the Holy Grail the following week. Oh, that was good. This is good. Um, I like this. But the Meg, the Meg, the Meg. <laughs> um shut up, Meg. Surprisingly a fun watch. <laughs> uh I did not expect a lot from this movie and it's, you know, it's it's not like Jaws quality, but uh you know don't think about the science of it um the the characters the whole team is fun uh to watch um rain wilson as the billionaire like like punctuates every scene with like a really good uh comedic thing um and statham as like it feels like a character who knows he's an action star at the same time (laughs) uh it's pretty sweet like when they first uh their first approach to me is like ahead of the conversation. Like you're going to ask me this and we're going to do this. And then I'm just gonna sit back and drink this beer. <laughs> um, So yeah, I think, I think it's uh, a lot of fun. I, th- uh, I felt like this movie was designed for 3d and having not seen 3d, I feel like I m- missed out you on seeing did. an awesome 3d. Did you watch in 3d? Yes. Ah. Cause a lot of shots are just like poking at the screen and like, God, oh, that would have been fun to see. So <laughs> James,
1: uh yeah, I would say that the 3D is a big part of why I wasn't more bored. Um the, the the 3D like made me believe in 3D again. That's how much I enjoyed that part. Um but I will say I I think this movie's um not bad enough and so I got bored for some parts of it. It there's a lot of talking bits. And not enough shark murder. And I... So there's some long... There's more mourning parts of this film than in Jaws. And that's a real movie. Um And so, like, <laughs> I realized when it was over, I kind of like Deep Blue Sea more. Um But it's fine. It's fine. It's not a... It's not the shark movie I wanted. Um... But it, it's fine. If you want to go see the Meg, you should see the Meg. If you, if you're, if you're like me and you like bad movies, you might enjoy this one. I mean, but regular people shouldn't go see it. If you want to see a good movie, don't go see the Meg. Um, but because uh, it is both bad and boring. Um, but mm-hmm. for people like me, the bad is the fun part, and then there's just boring.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're gonna see it, see it in three D. <laughs> I literally told the girl at, at AMC. Um, uh, when she was like, oh, you, you know that's a 3D version. And I said, yeah, I mean, if I'm going to see a, a garbage movie, I'm going to see it in a garbage way. <laughs> and she was like, that makes a lot of sense. I was like, thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so definitely see it in 3D. Uh, yeah,
0: I, I talked to James earlier this week and I saw it in 3D because it's the only one that was available <laughs> um, to me because... Uh, my life is—I have my job and my kid and my wife works, and so I got to find a way to fit in a two-hour movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went and saw it at the new uh, Harkins Theater in Arvada because it's mm-hmm. the only one like at nine. I saw Mission Impossible
2: in three D last yeah. week. Yeah. And so yeah, Ooh. in three D,
0: this movie's awesome because not only is there things coming at you, but when you're underwater, they did a really cool job of the um like Nip, the plankton the and uh, the,
1: oh yeah or the fish like those yeah. early sequences so with everything the fish was moving cool.
0: around you and it had depth yeah which you don't get a lot stuff of. stuff comes out because um, it's floating from the edges it's probably the coolest three movie i've seen since spider-man homecoming and spider-man just yeah. lends itself to it because he's swinging and he's in yeah he's in the center of the frame um and you're biased yeah and i'm biased um <laughs> spider-man will always be my favorite uh but as in terms of the movie i actually have lots of fun with it i don't it reminds me a lot of Rampage where it knew what it was. It didn't, uh, it, but it did have like a lot of serious, like, oh, I can't be that guy's dead. Yeah. Oh um, <laughs> uh, man, but, we have to sit here and cry for a while. But Brad brought up a really funny point that I didn't think about until he said it, that Jason Statham does know he's an action star in it. Yeah. And no, that's he, very fair. He, he does things, uh, like, Swimming with the
1: Megalodon,
0: <laughs> here's, yeah. Fuck
2: it, I'll jump off the back of this
0: boat and <laughs> yeah. chase the Megalodon. If
1: anything, there's not a there's there's too much part where there's not Jason Statham in it because <laughs> yeah. that's when I get bored.
0: Yeah, but I, I still think if you want to see like a fun movie and kind of just turn off your brain, this is a good movie to do it on because I had fun with it. Uh, yeah, here's a here's a trailer for the Meg.
1: bigger than we ever thought possible how big is that thing
4: it was the largest shark that ever existed a living fossil thought to have been extinct over two million years wrong
1: Down. He's kidding, right?
0: That thing's out there. You need to find it and kill it. Why don't you just put a tracker on it? do you guys ever watch Shark Week? He looks heroic, but he's
3: kind of got a negative attitude. She won this, you ugly. Did
2: we skip over Zach? He didn't see I it. I didn't right? see it. Oh, okay.
1: Well
3: no, I saw Black Klansmen. Which Just is see Black Klansmen in theaters now. Right. <laughs> which is Mike why his joint.
1: Which is why when I texted out my joke about uh, fighting sharks with gungan uh, underwater boats this week, uh, <laughs> did. he didn't understand what I was talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas people who've seen the Meg will go, "Why the fuck
2: are there gungan ships in this movie?" <laughs> I forgot to make that point. It felt like Star Wars underwater. <laughs> oh, it super is. Yeah,
0: I, I love um, too. They, they try to explain what? science to it, but the science is stupid. Uh, when they go yes. to the the trench and like oh we just punched through the atmosphere, <laughs> yeah. Wait what? Well at
1: the bottom, well there's the a layer of ice in...
2: water that keeps all the like prehistoric no, the animals a, at bay.
1: Yeah, the, so the the pitch is that at the bottom of the they've
2: ocean they've never bothered where to poke
1: we, up. Right, yeah, where where <laughs> we think where we you know where we think the bottom of the ocean is is actually uh uh there the cold water traps a bunch of gases. Right there. And so we think it's l- the bottom, but it's not. And we, if, yes. we, if we shoot a uh, submarine, a manned submarine at it and not a probe, we can prove that it's gases.
2: Not even shoot, just kind of lower slowly <laughs> yeah. through yeah. it.
1: Um, and Rain Wilson plays an Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg-style character who shows up that day to watch them. What eat, am I spending
2: he... my billions of dollars <laughs> on? <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I do love the line where they're like, uh, what if it's not? Or what if you're wrong? Then you've wasted $1.5 billion. <laughs> he's joking, right? Nope. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. But yeah, so they're like, if if we send uh, this submarine that we've already sent down there uh, through this cloud thingy, we might find something. Yep. I don't know what they're going to make money on. Like the whole time, every, all of Rainn Wilson's plan make doesn't make any either. sense. I'm <laughs> like, what are you going to do? You're going to kill the Megalodon and sell its meat? Like, but he didn't what? know the
0: megalodon was down there. Maybe they're right.
2: searching for like super oil or something.
1: Well, maybe I, yeah.
0: Maybe there's I, a deleted scene where he explains what they're looking for, right? Or yeah. Why they need to. If we research underst- it. if we
1: understood this crazy magic ocean bottom part, like he thinks the Pacific Rim is down there. That's what yeah, he thinks.
0: But I, it's badass because so uh, Jason Statham is he kills his his friends die in a megalodon <laughs> attack on a submarine. I guess. Yeah. Um. Anyways, when he comes back, they they have a funny scene where he's he's just gonna defy the laws of physics and he's going to go super fast underneath the water and he doesn't care if it's depressurized or because he's so badass it doesn't matter i'm gonna get down there
1: funny funny thing about that section is i was telling my brother this because uh, the reason I wasn't here two weeks ago was cause Jake was in the hospital cause he wasn't getting oxygen. And so there's that thing behind him where like he's, he's sinking in the submarine super fast and like he's, his you know, the doctor back at the, at the base is like, oh man, like he's losing all the, all the gases in his blood. And I see the numbers on the back and I'm like, oh man, his oxygen's at 83 and I'm like 83. It's shit. Like Jake's was 65. <laughs> wow. Like that you yeah 83 he's okay i'm like yeah. he's fine and he's also just gonna statham. be just fine
0: actually i love the little girl in it too at the beginning I'm like, oh she's just supposed to be cute but then she had some really cool scenes with jason statham in the submarine yeah and then at the end with the, the guy she's who was like in, my favorite part in the water and she's like
1: calm down yeah
0: <laughs> you know how to swim
1: <laughs> I, I did feel like i had some problems with the like the 90s caricature black i honestly that character got got introduced and i was like is this just l cool j's character from deep blue sea again like it's that 90s a like cookie cutter black guy yeah um i mean he's got some really funny lines though yeah the I movie's fun God. Like, yeah
0: it's it's literally about a giant shark uh two sharks okay that part was cool <laughs> so
2: then, no 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 the coolest part was when it turns into full on like what the movie should have been the whole time. Whereas he turns his sub and like slices the down with the, oh, the, yeah. the broken yes. metal. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty great. He's like, I'm going to ramp this movie up right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It just took so long for the shark to eat things that I was like, Oh man, like especially in a movie where you're going to show me the shark a lot. Like I want to see the shark eat a helicopter out of the air, which never really happened. Did Mm-mm. it? I kept waiting. I was like, "That's what we all want: is the shark to yeah, jump out." Yeah, when dropping and the charges bam. with the string yeah. hanging in the water, I yes. thought he was gonna
2: like pull the helicopter into the water.
1: Yeah, like that would have been a better ending to that sequence. Like after, you know, Rainn Wilson gets eaten, and then like they should have jumped out and you know had the helicopter. Fuck. He <laughs> a
0: door Zach's literally just haunted. opened. <laughs> oh man, Michelle Pfeiffer's here. Did you you heard the doorknob yeah. turn right? Yeah, oh, it moved.
1: Fuck.
2: Okay. <laughs> Zach I think Zach's punking us. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, um, a Michael Myers mask. Oh so, seriously.
1: Um Ah Oh God.
0: So yeah, it was it was fun. Um
1: I had fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but the the sequence where they've they've caught and killed the shark and like you know, it was kinda of hard, but it wasn't that hard. And they're all celebrating, you something's gonna go wrong, and then like the the bearded dude gets eaten when the bigger, bigger shark comes yeah. up and and eats the giant bait fish off of their boat. You're like, oh my god. <laughs>
2: now that, it's fun. Did that boat start with two arms because like after the first one got ripped in the water, like the shots before it capsized oh. had another arm?
1: I don't even want to start talking about <laughs> how many continuity problems there were that were obvious to me. Where like like that's a section that's a uh, good example where we see the cable break. But then we see the crane arm get pulled off, and then the crane arm is pulling the 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 the, the cage down. But the 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 cable broke. So I don't understand how anything's connected. Like, but I I knew it was wrong, and I didn't give a shit because I just wanted to see the giant glass cage get eaten by a shark. Um, I was really hoping that that cage would get eaten, and she would have to live like Jonah inside a shark until they killed the shark. I thought that would be <laughs> cool. Like, I wanted the daughter to be like. That's why I thought. Jason, save them, are you going to save my mom? Yes.
2: That's why I, I thought the first team was going to reveal, like, yeah, they're okay down in the sub, but then they, like, pull back and it's like <gasps> they're just floating away. Like,
1: yes, or it's like they, they. No, we can't they get a hold them. of your
2: tracking. Like,
1: yeah, like the tracker keeps moving in and then they realize that the sub is inside, inside the, the, the shark. Sharks. That yeah. would be so much cooler. Ah oh, shit.
2: And then Satan has to track down the shark and like, gut it to, and get the sub out. No,
1: he has to get he has to get his ship it's like it's like inner space style. He has to get his <laughs> ship eaten by the shark as well, dock, and then kill the shark from within.
2: <laughs> Megalodon too. Detonate a bunch of charges, escaping the tinier pod. Yes. Uh,
0: for, I did read it's a trilogy of books.
2: I'm, or maybe
1: more. I'm just saying that it's a book. It is. When I saw it in the credits, I was like, "No, it's, no, it's, yeah, it's no.
3: Right like the, yeah, it's really popular." No. You, it's a, a popular series of books. Yeah.
1: yeah. My goodness. Um, but the, whoever is writing, because this movie is making like, way too much money. Whoever is writing, make two. Just give us a call. We'll give you our Jason <laughs> Statham gets eaten by a, a, an even bigger shark script.
0: You can have him because so like you know typical Jason Statham is the camera is. Behind like, his right shoulder, yeah. he, and he like kind of looks back and says, "I'm gonna dive in there, and I'm gonna pull that shark out from limb to fucking limb." Well, there's no casting it's PG thirteen. Yeah, so you would have. To, well, I guess you say fuck one time, and you're not it using is- it to like, "I'm gonna fuck that shark." <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but he, I'm gonna make sweet love to that fucking shark. <laughs> yes,
3: that would be okay. I'm gonna
0: its can- pectoral fin. Yes.
1: <laughs> you, can't, you can't say you're going to fuck the shark, but you can say you're going to make sweet love to a fucking shark.
2: <laughs> Jump in there and grab me some of those shark teeth. But keep one for yourself. That was really <laughs> funny. Yeah. yeah.
3: Only a mag. I, like, I, 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 li- I, li-
1: I like the way that they end up killing the shark. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. much better than The Shallows. Um, yeah. I mean, I like the, the Shallows is a better movie. <laughs> but as far as ways to kill a shark.
0: That it was fun. Like I said, it's a fun movie just to watch. It's yeah. interesting to
3: think that Ed, um, Eli Roth was supposed to do this like way back before Turtle Top signed on. So. Mm. Seems like a Turtletop movie. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to see it this week at
1: some point. Um, yeah, at no point does anybody eat another human in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, um,
3: no, yeah. Like My plan was to try to see this today after work, but it didn't work out. So I guess I'll have to give you my thoughts next week.
1: The whole part with the guy in the giant bubble, uh, <laughs> that was pretty good in 3D, uh, especially Damn. when that bubble gets popped. <laughs> yep.
0: So, That's yeah. a lot of cool little effects in 3D. Yeah. Definitely cool. Know. Oh. I don't know if I'll see it again. <laughs> no. <laughs> to find <laughs> no. out. <laughs> well, I don't know if you want to spend 12 bucks on it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 10's enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what we're going to see next week. Nothing's coming out. Crazy Rich Asians. is like the big movie. We pretty could
1: sure. do your film explosion idea. Yeah. Idea.
0: Yeah. Mine is. Uh... You know
2: how fucking long it took me. To oh, <laughs> the last one. Like, well,
1: hold on. Uh, let's look and see what's coming out. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I mean,
2: September's coming, guys. Think about September.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, next week we can see the AX. We can see AXL. Did y'all get trailers for AXL? Is that a killer dog movie? Do you
3: remember? Oh,
2: Robo Dog. That's right.
1: Oh my goodness, does that nice. movie look terrible? Um, um that's the twenty fourth.
0: We have Alpha Mile Twenty Two. Juliet, naked or The Wife? Oh my God! I mean, I'm not opposed to crazy rich Asians. I just don't like rom coms anymore. So that's my issue. I mean, yeah, I know. That's and so, I I want to see it. Um, it's it, either that or um, you let me know. Um, no, is
2: there anything else like that's come out with other things we watched that we just didn't get around to that we should like? The movie I saw this week, Black Klansman, or
1: oh, um. That.
3: I think you guys will actually like it if you look, like if you're if, if you're that on the fence of it.
2: Mamma mia. Oh, no, I wouldn't yeah Mamma uh, Mia. Uh, um
1: uh, Slender Man No. <laughs> I
2: eighth like grade? horror. I'm not what? Eighth grade? Oh, eight? oh, oh I would shit. I totally want to see that. eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: totally want to see eighth grade.
3: Oh yeah. I'll
1: Oh, it may not matter. I'm gonna be out of town Sunday, Monday, so
3: you don't going to vote.
1: I hear that the spy who dumped me is 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 good.
0: So yeah, I mean, either eighth grade or we can figure something out. Yeah. Um. Thanks for listening. Yep. Bye. Bye. Shark bait. Shark. Babe. <laughs>
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs>